Yes, we are back. We are back for another episode of the Wind Down Podcast show on this Sunday evening. I'm joined, I'm B. Carter, and I am joined with my co-host of the evening for the Really Charlie Podcast on WMB1 Radio, Charlie Perry. What's going on, Charlie? Same old, same old, man. All right. Every night is a good night at WMB1. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Thank you for the energy, Charlie. And, and we have Thank our, our producer extraordinaire, MG, in the background. I'm here. Speaking her, speaking her, her piece. Talking my shit. Talking your junk. I know. You know? I know. And talk, I'm going to try to stay quiet. Look I'm going to try to stay quiet. It's all right, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. But yeah, we got a great show. How was you, your weekends? First of all, let's, let's talk about it. How would you know? Like, let's let's the, the we had the comedy show, the WMB one radio annually, annually monthly comedy show. Mm-hmm. How was it? How uh, I I mean, I didn't start with the comedy show, but you went to the after party. Yeah, you know. Yo, my thing is this though. Yeah, we go. We could talk about it. Yeah, we go. She was there. Okay. We had these people trying to troll uh, the comedians uh, and, and not allow them to, to be comedians what is that all about? what i'm saying is don't go to a comedy show if you don't know how to take a joke that's one Mm -hmm. and two quit wearing your sunglasses at night damn (laughs) like what was that about he got kicked out and then snuck back in had to get kicked out again we've never had a situation like that there which i think was like it was kind of disheartening because the crowd that um we like to generate there and yeah. and no disrespect to to younger younger folks or anything like that but the crowd that we like to generate is typically an older you know 40 plus type of crowd that this is like their night out a month well you know what i, I mean I, and I, I you know the, the, the age bracket i'm just just nah. really like Actual. I do though. I but care you, the you age, do? right? Yeah, I because do. you you don't you want a sophisticated older crowd. Yeah, you know, because you don't want no, you don't want those types of issues. No, I don't. You but, know what I'm but saying? You, but you gotta able to know how to handle yourself in the right way in public. Uh, the only on. thing I said, look, when she said he was like, "Well, you look like uh uh uh," and she was like, "What? What? Uh uh uh." And then he finally he busted. Out. He was like, "No," I said, "No." And I heard the Spanish accent. I said, "Why does it have to be my people? Why?" Immediately, I was like, "Come on, damn it!" Oh man, damn I wasn't it. there. I got there late, so I didn't even see that. But my I God. heard after the fact. I told you. And then we have Miss Puerto Rico sitting on the table behind us. She just threw the whole show. She had too much to drink. We could yeah, tell. Yeah. She was just yelling out Puerto Rico. I said, "Come on, girl." Culture. I'm real proud. Too proud. I said, here we go. Here we go. Her crew was like, we're out of here. We're not dealing with this. Yeah, they left. But all in all, let me tell you something. The comedians were good. We had Aldo again who came um again. He's always enjoyable. He really is. Mm-hmm. And headliner Sean Harvey. Unfortunately, we didn't really get the full gist. I think Aldo had went a little longer than anticipated. So it cut Sean Harvey's time. So he was like trying to rush through his set. You know what I mean? So, but it was good all in all. I don't care. I, still I, I, I like Aldo. I think out of all of them, 
he's the one that always consistent with Aldo's me. funny, but then he started showing up. You got you you said like three of the same jokes that I heard last time you he was here, Aldo. Maybe that's what it was. It was funny though, because funny. he said he said the, the midget lady had legs that looked like a pork shoulder. I lost it. You go with a midget. I died. I thought it was like you know who I thought of immediately. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So anyway, you go with yeah. a midget. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? He goes, you go to a midget, you know, because it's a story. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he would do it. Yeah, that's it why it's the story. And he was like, yo, I didn't know they came in Latina. And I was yeah. like, come on, sir. I go, what was the best? What was the best time? You, the greatest thing in your life? Y'all, you know, when you had your son? He goes, nah, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got this midget story. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Everybody has kids. Everybody has kids. Come on. I got this bitch. I got this one. When yeah. I put this bitch. That was funny. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, Homegirl was funny too. She was good. Yo, some of you, we just lately, some of them are looking good though. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. You seen that show, uh, Little Little Woman LA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. She might be able to get it. It's their, it's their time. It's their time. Oh uh, shit! Uh, but we got a great, great show. We have a great, great show. Um, I wanted, I, I wanted to get one of the topics of today is going to be the um, John Morant, um, professional Grizzly basketball player, um, who is facing gun charges, um, and also um, he has an IG post showing um, his gun allegedly and. Um, I really have a question about um, about how you know these these athletes are mature enough to handle the responsibility of being a professional. So yeah. I want to get into that deeply. Um, another next topic is is what I call I want to ask is is morals a selective topic in today's society? Meaning, I give you an example: Scotty Pippen's ex-wife yeah. is dating. Scotty Pippen's ex-teammate, Michael Jordan's son. Yep. Now, further along with this, she used to date a guy who's playing with her son that plays for the Lakers. Yes. To me, is there a line crossed with that? You know what I'm saying? That that a line we cross, trying to normalize? A line cross from the younger men wanting to date older women? Um, I'm not even looking at the, the age men. bracket. I'm just saying... This is your ex-husband's teammate's son. So I don't care. Like I, I, I don't know. To me, that's just too close. What? That's too, too close. They didn't even like each other, though. Scotty Pippen and Michael didn't even like each other. Nah, so nah, why? See, see, that's what I'm talking about. We'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, and then uh, uh, I want to do. I'm gonna be trying to push to this segment. It's called Clips and Reels, where we just share our wind down clips and reels and comment on them. It's just random clips that mm. we haven't seen and that we can just comment on them. Um, but I want to get into first, I want to say happy, happy, happy anniversary month, anniversary month to our sponsor, Manolani Saray, bringing the spa experience into your home. home. I want to say congratulations for starting your dream. Like this is a business that she always thought about. She was, she's been a guest, a friend of Friend of this show, she actually co-hosts a couple of times, um, but she 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 wrote a good post where you know it made us aware that this this is her year anniversary of her business, Monolani mm-hmm. um, Saray. If you haven't gotten any products, please go to monolaniseray.com and get products. 
products, you won't be disappointed. Yep, she also does vend during our comedy shows as well, so you have the opportunity to grab some of her products along with catch a show. So buy a ticket and buy some of her stuff. Yeah. Period. It's great stuff. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Stuff. We gotta support each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. That's what it's about. So happy and, birthday. And anybody that's on that becomes a guest of our show will get samples of her product yep. you know you, you get that black bag the, with the with amazing logo of hers that you see behind us mm-hmm. and um and you can experience her product and hopefully you will like it i know you will like it and hopefully you just support and buy um her product that is um worth buying where's my bag Charlie, you a co-host. You ain't a guest, sir. You ain't a guest. So, <laughs> don't be trying to call us out like that. I knew that was on his radar. So, yeah, Charlie, try coming in with it. <laughs> uh, so, congratulations to Diane. Um, we appreciate you. Um, Absolutely. We're always there to support you. Yep. Um, anniversary is very hard to be a, a, a startup, your own business, and the grind is it's tough and you're doing it. So um, congratulations. And we'll be there another year supporting you again. Kudos. Yes. Um, now I want to get into, um, this is, this is a personal um, and daring um, thing, thing to me. Um, one of my best friends and my cousin, Lindsay, who I consider, we consider each other brother and sister. Um, their son just graduated being a fighter in, in the air force. And I, I want to, Give him his flowers now um because if he knew i was doing this right now he'll be kind of pissed off because he doesn't like the spotlight mm-hmm. so um i want to say i'm probably he's a, he just got a certificate to be a firefighter he went through boot camp in the air force now he is a legit fighter fighter in the air force and who's going to be stationed out in california oh watch out for larissa pippen okay because he's handsome he's a handsome young man yeah. so watch out for larissa pippen she's yeah. out here um, I want to. Marissa will be on the wind down. Oh, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. By summertime. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to. I wanted to talk about it. The reason being because, um, more or less, uh, obviously his accomplishment, but um, me being so close to the family and me being there since he, you know, was conceived, and and having conversation with his parents to see this happen. You know, and and how the parents plan to get to this point was amazing to me. Um, I'm very close to his father, obviously to my cousin, and I remember having these conversations of making sure that his parents knows all of his options when it came time when he graduated from school, what he want to do, how he want to navigate himself through life. Mm-hmm. And his father was very very strategic to make sure he had all the tools to make this decision for himself. And what surprised me of his maturity when before he went into the Air Force, I asked him, I says, Junior, why do you want to go in the Air Force? And he told me, Alberto says, and this, this, he's an honor student. He went to, he graduated from STEM. He's an honor student. And he he told me, he says, I, he, he, and he got accepted to all the best schools, high-end schools. And he says, I don't know exactly what I want to study in school. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. So I feel like the best option for me is to go into the military, get a trade and some sort, and do my service and experience experience the world, not the country, but the world, and then 
I think through those experiences, I will know what I want to study, study academically. And when I make that choice, it's going to be paid for because I served in, in the Air Force. Sure. So he, he created more options for himself with that way of thinking. He wasn't sheltered. He wasn't, you know, he just made, he, it, 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 and I know where it came from because when he's telling me this, I'm thinking about the conversation that I had with his father before he was even, well, he was started but before he even started thinking about this kid was just a little kid playing with his toys and goes yeah this 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 and that this and that and you know it's 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 and i'm very proud as his uncle to to see him succeed and when he comes home and i talk to him and to see the change in him and the change in him through his experiences in life you know his own spirits not being what his parents are telling him he's you talking to him he's like well, this happened this happened and he's creating his own narrative for his own life and his own group of people who he wants to hang around and, and and it's and it's he's on the right path you know and and, and i think it deems from good parenting i mean amen amen so i don't know what we had what do you have you're you a parent you are you know in the community you know you you, you know you you're, you've been a police officer you've seen the good the bad and I mean, what's your opinion on that? And you know Nate personally also, so. Nate and Lindsay. Nate and Lindsay, great parents, great people. Um, so, I mean, the conversations they just have with, with people, other people, other than their, their family, but people they have um, amongst their, their job, their careers, their interactions, you know, is very positive. Mm -hmm. So if they're doing that in the public, I can only imagine what they're doing at home with their own child, mm. where it gets a little deeper mm. and concerning. So um, I definitely got to say a thumbs up by parents, but also got to give the young man some thumbs up, mm -hmm. five stars only for what he's doing, because it all comes down to him and what decision he's going to make, you know, and, um, and he's made some smart decisions already. Mm -hmm. and, and that's through, like you said, the guidance, the tutelage that they gave him over the years and um you know i'm just uh i'm happy for him um just as just as you are because you know he was a young kid playing throwing a football around when i seen him and now here he is he's uh gonna stomp up fires which is a very dangerous job regardless mm -hmm. of where you're at you know and uh so god bless him stay yeah. safe yeah mm -hmm. it just i'm just i just like i guess as the older i get and i understand the importance of good parenting and to see something this close to me, and like I'm like really genuinely proud of the, proud of him, and what the man that he is becoming, you know. And I understand the struggles, like there was mistakes made throughout his, you know, him being raised, but because you know, there's no way he could be perfect. Um, but they st still stuck stuck to the plan, you know. I remember I was there probably I was at the house as a visit, and I'm probably like, because mind you, they got four kids. We got three kids that are only adopted one. Um, and I'm sitting there, and it's funny, like, the, kid, the kids always have something going on, mm -hmm. right? So there's four of them, right? One morning, he's like, bro, I'll be right back. I have to go pick up so-and-so. He comes back. She tells me, I'll be right back. I got to go pick up so-and-so. It's like, it, like, the whole time I was there, it was just going back and forth, back yep. and forth. You know what I'm saying? For their children. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. They, you know, to me, I was getting aggravated, and I'm not even doing it. And they, these are their kids that they, they have to do it. You know, I called him up last weekend. I was going to go, go over there last weekend. And I called him up. I said, Nick, where you at? Go, I'm in Atlantic City. What are you doing in Atlantic City? Mm -hmm. um, my 
daughter has a chair carpet. I drove six hours down here, man. Six hours ago, just you and her, just me and her, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was cool down here. And he's, and he's like, his mother couldn't go because she had previous engagement. Mm-hmm. I think she had to go to the red dress event and stuff like that. Yeah. That she she committed to. So, as a father, him and his daughter went on a road trip, and 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 that's you know what I'm saying. It's just it's good to see that 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 that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because think about it. Going on a road trip for what? Well, I think she's probably like 12 years old now. Mm-hmm. 12, 13 years old right now. Mm-hmm. Six hours, just you and her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just, you're really like committed to the the parenting aspect of having children. It's good parents. Yeah. You do what you're supposed to do. I mean, I think that's the part that a lot of people do miss. And you have to be able to keep your children busy if you're going to protect them from this world and the way it operates. You have to be able to keep them busy with multiple things mm-hmm. to keep them focused so that way the influence of the outside world is less and less on yes. them and that they can stay focused the minute you you steer away and you don't keep them busy enough then that's when you open up the door for other influences to come in and we all know what the world is like mm-hmm. you know how do you protect them from those things sure. you know you got to keep your kids busy got to keep them busy you know yeah. no matter what you do because if you don't somebody else will I tell you, it's so scary. Like I'm looking how society is, and I'm so, like I'm glad I don't have have children for that at that that point. It's scary out mm-hmm. there, you know. Like I will have anxiety mm-hmm. worrying about what is my child doing because, mm-hmm. especially now with everything's all over the place, you know. You you know that you got parents that want to be best friends to their children. They want to hang out with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to see that and not have that guidance and, and you never know with, you know, your kids make bad choices and your son or daughter's involved is in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's scary. It's very scary. So, you know, all the all the all the parents out there, like I have so much respect for you. It's one thing if you're having kids, it's another thing if you're being a parent. Those are totally two different things. And so I just want to give them the flowers and give a local example of people like that people may know or may know of. Someone that's personal to me, this example of good parenting and, and this, this kid out there doing the right thing. And sometimes we just see the, the, the negative so much that I just want to put some positive, especially locally. You know, this kid, you know, he's a very soft spoken kid. He doesn't like attention. I mean, he, boy, could run his butt off, right? He could run. But he, he tells me, he's like, sometimes I don't even want to try to win. Why? Because I don't want the attention. You know what I'm saying? It's just I'm like, but that's his per his personality is always like that. Mm-hmm. But he's a hard worker. He's a very intelligent kid. He asks questions. I remember me and me and his father would be debating about politics, and he'll be he'll run downstairs and come down and sit there and just want to listen to the adult conversation and learn. That's who he was. And so to see him in this predicament, I'm proud of him. So when his parents sent me this picture, they sent me plenty of other pictures too. Um, um, I was very proud. I had it posted and, and let people know that, uh, you know, um, don't give up on society yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to take a break. I'm going to get into our topics. Um, I, I like this song right here. Um, this is one of my favorite songs. It's got a deep meaning to me, but it's not your business why. <laughs> this song is from Neo. <laughs> It's called Miss Right. Y'all listen to the Wind Down Podcast and WMB1 Radio. We'll be right back after this music break.
Yes, 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 yes. We are back. That was Neo. Miss Wright. Miss Wright. I'm looking for Miss Wright. Oh, well, no, I know who Miss Wright is, but yeah. she don't know. That's another episode. What up, Mom? What up? Here we go. Everybody, if you let Berto have this podcast on his own, everybody will be Mrs. Wrong. Women, women got issues, got mental health issues. They don't know yo, how to talk real, to people. Yo, yo. The they don't know how to slip. do things. They're the narcissistic. No, All I don't use those words. Money. Can we talk about that? Why bye, do people bye, use bye. those mental health words as weapons? I don't Man, whatever. Words. You have. No, I have yeah. not. I never ever Let me take notes. You know what? From now on, I'm going to take notes on what you say. I'm going to write okay. down the shit that you say. I never ever called a, I never called a woman narcissistic. Or I just I just I just got questions. I'm like, mm-hmm. why do they act like that? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Inquiring minds. Maybe, it, maybe it's me. Maybe it is me. Maybe it is you. I don't know. Maybe it is. If it is, I'll take accountability. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I want to get into this John Moran story. Um, if anyone does not know about John Morant. Um, he is uh, a professional basketball player in the NBA who is, um, he actually is a great player. Um, yes, he is. Yeah, and he plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. And the backstory to this story is that he, I think I think this past summer, he had an issue with a 17-year-old. He's 23, I want to say. Um, with a 17-year-old, um, when he was playing basketball, with a 17-year-old and he actually pulled out a gun on a 17-year-old and I think he beat him with it. Um, so he is going through that court proceeding allegedly. He allegedly beat him. I don't want to say because I don't want to get sued or whatever, defamation or character or anything like that. He allegedly um, threatened and beat him, beat him with a gun and um, he is he's in court going through the court proceedings. But now he has gotten suspended for two games because recently in his IG live, he has was partying at a strip club with all his boys, and he's actually he pulled out a gun to show this a gun. I don't know if it's the gun, but a gun, um, just to flex whatever he was doing. He thought he was doing, and now he the team suspended for two games. Um, what is your opinion about this? What what? Say that one more time. Say that one more time. What? That, that he exactly what he did. Well, he he obviously you understood that he's going through the court proceeding with yep, the incident. I got with the that. Yeah, he was on IG, Instagram Live, mm. um, just you know flexing, partying with his friends and whatever, and he pulled out the gun and showed the gun on IG, but he still had this court proceeding going on still, and he put he put it out there, and um and because of that. The NBA, I don't know if the NBA did or his team did, suspended for two days um, for that act itself. I don't know if it was suspended because of what he was going through in court, but this happened and he spent it for two days. I mean, I feel like at some point, if you're a professional athlete, the key word there is professional, mm-hmm. then you should uphold some type of professional candor. Yes. Period. So that's th- that is... That's it. I don't think the conversation needs to go any further than that. There's no excuse for that. For you're gonna flash around a gun on Instagram? Come on, that's not professional. When in what world is that considered professional? 
right? You're a professional athlete. And, and, you know? and the gun is for protection. Why are you dancing around right. waving a gun for something that is very, very dangerous? That's the, yeah. um, you know, you may have a misfire. You may do something right. stupid. And guess what? An innocent person drinking a, you know, drinking something around, you know, on the other end of the bar or the club, whatever it may be, ends up getting hit with a bullet because you decided to bring a gun. Thank you. And dance with it on a dance floor. Thank you, Instead Charlie. of grabbing the next female or friend or I don't know. Maybe That's what's wrecked. You know? And correct me if I'm wrong, right? And, and I'm an experienced person, right? But anybody who has, anybody of a sound mind who has an LTC knows, you know what I mean? You, why would you even jeopardize that? Anybody who's of a sound mind, anybody LTC who is, for? is a license to carry. Okay. Yeah. Um, anybody who, who knows and takes it seriously and who is a mature person holding that license, you know how ridiculous and foolish that is. Why in the hell would you even... True. You know what I mean? We would never even be in that setting mm-hmm. with those, it. Those gun safety classes. No kidding. Are, no, they, 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 right, right. That's insane. There's no need for that. Now, my thing is, this is the, the whole mindset. You are, a, a, and here, I, I, I might give it a little pass, maybe if you're coming from a poor neighborhood and in the streets, you know, even though that's still wrong. Mm-hmm. But okay, I get it. I still don't agree with it, but I get it. You are a professional million-dollar athlete. Of course, Jai is going to end up like Aaron Hernandez if he doesn't stop this mess. For him to be trying to be heard, it's clear that he lacks. Hard, a, hard. Oh, oh, it could be hard. It's clear that he lacks sense of identity and is therefore serious, immature, seriously immature. He needs real people around him to uplift him and bring him back. That's Laurel Berryman. Um, who, thank you, Laurel, for that comment. Who was real people? She mm-hmm. may be the person that he needs, you know, because she she's definitely on the one with a lot of topics. So I appreciate that comment and. Uh, you know, these comments and, and the, these podcasts, uh, um, I hope he's listening to them. Other than going on his IG and uh, IG and flashing everything that he has, you know, including his gun, you know what? Maybe you need to kind of get on, you know, some of these podcasts and see the outcry that people are saying. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's hearing it in Memphis. He's hearing it from his team. He's hearing from, you know, everyone in that community, but he needs to hear it all over the place so it can kind of sink in and he can absorb it and say, look, I'm hearing people all across this country, all across this world, Memphis Grizzly fans all over the world, even his hometown, his home state, South Carolina, he's hurting those people because I'm pretty sure they had him as high as the sky. You know, this is our man. This is our hometown boy. And, and now they're like, kind of sinking in their seat and saying, oh, wait a minute, this ain't the boy that we, this, sorry, I say boy, and um, this ain't the man, man. man. this ain't the man that, you know, he wants to portray us, or someone needs to take, represent us, yeah, yeah, maybe some, some mentors, or, you know, uh, how old is he? 22, 23, yeah, come on. Because right now he has yeah. mentees. He has people that, that are looking up said, to him and he needs to. It's funny because because it's like I, I listen to what you're saying and no gripe again what you're saying. You're saying like he, he has people around him that's, you know, probably telling him, does he? Does he have people around him? Oh, because no. this, this is behavior that I'm sure is not the first time it's happened. 
it just now is the first time it's putting on front street because you if if it was happened before you can't be and you got in trouble before or been been questioned or told about it before i think you would make better choices you wouldn't be as comfortable as like ig live where the whole world can see it you know what i'm saying like do you have those people around you probably probably doesn't because he's he's People around him are, are saying yes to everything that he does, regardless if it's good, bad, or ugly. It's yes, yes, John, yes, John, yes, John. Yeah. And and all right, we can do that. All right, you know. And there's no one kind of just kind of putting their hand in his chest and stopping him and say, "Whoa, wait a minute, mm-hmm. let's do this." You know, I think he's got, you know, like the billionaires and everyone that's around him. They they have a bunch of yes people that just do what they say. You know, you know, it's like you and I around the studio. They MG says something, we say yes, MG. Yes, <laughs> yeah, okay. <Right? laughs> be I like day. to believe. <laughs> I like to believe that that's the case, but unfortunately, it is not. But that's okay. So my no. question is, my question is this, and I know where I want, I want MG to go into it. Where I want, I know she's gonna go into it. <clears throat> are these young men mature enough to handle the responsibilities that come with making all this money in this professional setting? The answer is no. Please, please elaborate. The answer is why. no because in order for you, I, and I'll bring this up again. I told, I said mm-hmm. it before we came on air. I, want the audience to hear. I watched this um, docu series about the brain on Netflix, and science has now proven that the human brain is not equipped to to overall understand all social concepts until that brain is the age of 26. There's exceptions, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like anything else, but the human brain in general is not capable of comprehending very specific social aspects until the age of 26. So I think that's important. That's a scientific fact. So I think that's important when we start thinking about these um, young athletes, whether they're female, male, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, trans, whatever. So, you know, I think when we start to think about this, you think about the decisions that they make, right? They can say, oh, there's going to be consequences, but do they really understand and comprehend what those consequences mean and what they entail? Mm-hmm. You know, their human brain is incapable of, and no, that's why you had the Chris Brown and Rihanna thing. Mm-hmm. You had two kids that were making millions and millions of dollars, mm. had no idea what to do with it. Lamborghini, mm. people spend their lifetime trying to make enough money to buy a Lamborghini, mm-hmm. okay? Now you have young kids, and Rihanna did an interview, I think she did it with Oprah, where she said that. We had, I had all this money, we're young mm-hmm. kids, our, our perception of reality is all the way messed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We know, we made bad decisions. That's part of the reason why she was able to, forgive and, and you know what I mean I moved through it because they were kids mm-hmm. no excuse for the behavior mm-hmm. never an excuse for the behavior and you they know probably right now both of them have probably they can probably have a very intellectual conversation mm. and say whoa the more yeah. experience yeah, that was deep I mean, yeah it was nice you know and uh yeah I didn't mean to cut you off no 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 it's all good it's all good but yeah so no I mean I, I think about where I put myself right you always try to put yourself in these people's position I think about where I was at at that age mm-hmm. You know, I was not financially stable at 22. I had started my career at 18, but I did not grasp the full concept of what it was, what it meant to budget financially until I was, I would say, late, late 20s. 
nobody saw it. Nobody, nobody knew. Everybody probably thought I was, you know, doing my thing, but I still didn't understand what it, what it meant to save a dollar. I didn't understand what it meant to invest my money the right way. You know what I mean? But saving your actions, like, like the reason why I asked this question and use John Moran as an example, but yep. I have other examples. When you talk about that Alabama University basketball player who was involved, like he, did, he didn't do anything as far as bring the gun to the scene, but he brought the gun to the scene. He put himself in that position where something happened. By being he, a driver. By being a driver. You right. know what I'm saying? And then you have recently um, the linebacker from Georgia who was in uh, uh, he was speeding, racing another another teammate who ended up crashing, you know what I'm saying, and losing his life. He was involved in that. And he actually made the decision to leave the scene to come back to lie to say where he was. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The like, but this is a person who's about to get picked in the top of the draft, make millions and millions of dollars. The uh, it's all showing the same entitled mindset. And it's like y'all giving these kids millions and millions of dollars, the entitlement, all this power, and like you said, their brains are not ready and functional to handle it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But there's such a brand. I was that... just gonna say that it's a marketing scheme, right? Mm -hmm. If you really think about it, it's an overall marketing scheme. So we're gonna recruit these young minds. We're gonna manipulate them to believe that they are untouchable, mm -hmm. right? Just so we can get the most out of them. Up until they screw up to the point where we can't do anything about it. And now we're going to toss them by the wayside. Mm -hmm. God forbid we mentor them so we can make sure we get the best, right? Investment, yeah. right? It's like with me being a business owner, I invest in my employees. If I want the best product out of them, mm -hmm. I'll send them to take a course on something that I want them to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to invest in them so I can get the best so I can, I can get it back tenfold. The NBA... NFL don't work that way. I wish they did. I wish they would give the mentorship that they need, you know, the etiquette classes, all these things, you know, finance classes. So that way they learn how to budget the money once they get in there. You know what I mean? It's, but it's unfortunate, but their job, their job, the executives of the NBA and NFL, their jobs is to make as much money off of these athletes as they possibly can, despite mm -hmm. what the risk is, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why you continue to see these things come to fruition. They don't care. So, well, he should have made a better. Oh, we'll suspend him from a game because he showed a gun on 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 thing. We talking about, you know? Yeah, you're suspended because you're probably making millions of dollars off him. On the flip side, yeah, no question. You know what I mean? So that that's oh, why why yeah, yeah. even in, even during this tur turmoil, they're still making money. Mm -hmm. You know, they're still making. He's not money. losing money. He's suspended, but he's not losing money. No. You know, he has a, he has a big Nike deal, um, and it's just. I don't know. I guess it, like well, I'm talking about the owners. They're still yeah, they're still making right. money, right? Um, and 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 you know, I come, I, I grew up in a totally different era, and, and I'm sure stuff like this probably most likely went on. You just just didn't see it as much <clears throat> because of social media. But perception is reality at times. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to younger kids. You know, so now younger kids have so much access to these players that you've got to be. It, it's hard to, you know, be cautious of what you supposed to do but this is the this is the area you live in and i'll just use a a, a very small prime uh, example i go back to the goat who i is my goal michael jordan how he presented himself he would not do an interview without him getting dressed and make sure he has a suit on mm -hmm. every single time he even come to work with a suit on i used to get excited you know Watching the Bulls, and he used to have the camera and watch him come into the, into the stadium. He'll come out with his three piece suit, 
you know, he's like, he's coming to work. That that perception meant a lot to me. Then he'll go to work and he'll actually work. These players have the time they don't play. Well, not half, but you know what I'm saying? They don't play. And that Michael Jordan treated it as a job and understood the importance of the perception. Regardless if he has had something going on in his private life, at the end of the day, is none of our business. But it's not affecting his brand, his team brand, and the people, and the disappointed people that's paying to go watch him play basketball. And he took great responsibility. I feel like these kids are losing that understanding and that responsibility. The only reason why you're making money the way you are because of players like Michael Jordan presenting themselves selling the game the way they do. Now you get to worry about selling yourself. And I think that's what he was doing by raising the gun. Look at me. Look at me. Who gives a shit? You understand what I'm saying? And then when you see college players get into circumstances that they can control not to be in, like the Alabama University basketball player, like um his last name Carter, no pun intended, um, the linebacker from Georgia. He's like, you got to make better decisions, when, especially when you have a, a brighter future ahead of you. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just unbelievable. Like, did, did you see the, um, have you seen the Chris Jackson, Mahdou, Raul? I didn't see documentary? it. I heard about it. It's actually, you know, I, I have it on, it's one of those shows it's that I have to list. see. Um, it's on your watch list. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. Um, mm -hmm. Believe it or not, I'm on this binge with, uh, you know, everybody's got these perceptions about me, but mm -hmm. I've been watching Miss Pat's show on BT. How is that? Because Miss Pat's funny. Yo, she's funny. <laughs> I mean, it, and she ain't saying stuff you would say in church, but I, I, that's what I've been watching. Oh. But I want to go back to yeah to him because his, he had a he has an amazing story mm. and. Um, you know, before there was Kaepernick, you know, there was, um, uh, I always want to say Chris Jackson, I'm sorry. Yep. No, no disrespect, but um, he has his story and he was doing everything, um, you know, that he, he thought was right, mm -hmm. you know, and he went through his own turmoil and blackmailing and mm -hmm. I mean, even I remember, I see, heard this interview about Shaq. Mm -hmm. So even Shaq was kind of blackballing him a little mm -hmm. bit. So, but anyways, he, that's that's another great story, you know. Um, and I say great story because it's it's teach it's it has a, a it can teach you something, mm -hmm. and that's what I get from stories. And if they if they teach me something, I say they're great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think his story is something that's a he's such a he, it was a story that he was he stood on his principle. Mm -hmm. You know, but he did, he stood on his principle respectfully, mm -hmm. and it kind of by watching it, it kind of got me angry a little bit. I'm like, damn, we actually didn't learn what we did to him. We did it again to Kaepernick. We did it again. We got short memories. And, yeah, uh, the exactly. Whole, the whole country, the whole world has short short memories. Mm -hmm. And um, and then when that stuff pops up, and you say, oh, I remember that. I remember that. But mm -hmm. you didn't learn from it. You didn't. We didn't. Like people were saying the same stuff they were saying about Kaepernick that they were saying about him. And he and he was just doing it on the base of his faith. You know, that's his faith. That's how he wanted to, wanted to handle it as far as his faith is concerned. And I don't know, I don't know if it's a um, an amendment or whatever where you are free to 
practice whatever faith you want. I don't know how that goes. Um, as far as what? Like, uh, you have freedom of religion. Yeah, freedom yeah, just of religion. Like you got freedom of speech. Yeah, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Like so, his religion was Muslim, and he was, you know, he chose to practice the way how he wanted to practice it, and and he and through his readings, you know, he discovered how, how America treated black people, mm-hmm. you know, and he in in his own way, his quiet way, he wasn't telling other teens to do it. He actually did it for like a year before they even noticed. You know, and then when they noticed, they ridiculed him. And if you really listen to you watch the documentary, you see how humble he is. He's very quiet. You know, he's always, and he's always in people, class players. He's not the one to go out and start trouble or anything like that. He just stood on his principles and he sacrificed it a lot just to have his principles. And um, players like that who've done things like that, and you see Jordan Rand being like this, like that's a smack in the face to a person like that. Of course it is. Yeah, it is. No? Yeah. And here's the thing. My dual roots were on the same age when he was doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the same age. Mm-hmm. So we can't say, oh yeah, he's he's young. This no, you can't do that. He's the same age, and he actually came from a single parent household. You came from two parent household. How long ago was that? What? Oh, oh, my dual roof was in the nineties. Yeah. Mid nineties, early nineties, mid nineties. Look how different the world is now. Yeah. But is it? Yeah. We had social media back then. Did we have social media back then? No, we did not. No, we didn't. Not no. The 90- Come on, man. No. no. We didn't. Yeah, no, we did not have social media back then. And that's the that's another thing too. I really I think there should be some type of clause in pro athletes in their contracts to where they're not um they shouldn't be able to engage on social media. Mm. You know? Um, and what's the use of it? What do you need it for? To build your brand, you well, know. Yeah, something. but they, but each because that's why they get suspended, right? Because but there each, is something in place, right? Right, but so there's got there has to be something. I would, I mean, I don't see why. What would be the need, you know, to what to be ridiculous and what they want to say that they? I just don't, I don't get it. Well, a lot of people use social media not the way it's was put out there for. Mm-hmm. You know, every and we we live in like the me. Look at me. Look at me era. Versus social media, Facebook was supposed to be a network tool to network, but now it's 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 a social. It wasn't called social media when it first existed. Yeah, but I feel like don't the teams each have like a marketing department? They do, right? But when you are your own brand, you know what I'm saying. When you are like, I'm gonna act- use I'm gonna I'm sorry I'm gonna use the Yankees as an example, mm-hmm. right? The Yankees as an example. You gotta keep your hair cut. You gotta show up clean. You gotta wear suits. Yeah. You know what I mean? My father used to say the the reason that's the only the reason why he respects the Yankees Mm -hmm. administration was because of that. Yep. He said they don't allow them to come in looking like who shot John. You can't have a beard. You can't be not. It's a respectful organization. (laughs) Yeah. There's a reason. Now you put that up against the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. And we're from this area. You know what I mean? I get it, but it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, professional. Professional. Act like it. Yeah. You gonna dress like that to work? Yeah, you're a professional. That right. word, professional. Right. And and, and and you guys talk about that. And and uh, the first thing that would be said is, well, this is us. This is this is uh this is our culture, this is our urban look, this is what we do. But guess what? 
Yeah, that's what the way you do things. But the people that you're trying to attract attention to is Nike, mm. who's business like, mm. um, you know, Adidas, wherever it may be. Those are the people, Michael Jordan. Those mm. are the people that you're trying to look at. So if if they're asking you or want to portray you in a business like attire, then that's what you should do. Um, at some point, when you're representing your team and yourself, you know. You need to get, just kind of come back and, and grab some of the things of old. Oh, yeah. And kind of mix it in with your new stuff. But, you know, understanding that this is what you have to do because eventually you are not going to be the employee. Mm-hmm. If you do things right, you may be the boss. Mm-hmm. So you can't come, you can't have this corner office portraying yourself to be like anybody else. Mm-hmm. I said it before on, on the sports show, um, straight to the point, every Thursday at 6 o'clock on WMV1 Radio. Um, I think a lot of this stuff um, came back to fruition after COVID when, because during COVID, the NBA was more lenient on their dress code. Um, you didn't have coaches wearing suits anymore. And it's, it's, it's a minor detail, but like you said about the Yankees. You dress, you're a professional everything. If you're in a position of authority, you dress as such. And that goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? It goes, everybody's so worried about being equal. We're really not that equal. You know what I'm saying? Some people got more power than others. That's just the way it is. Um, and I remember having debates with people online about the the having suits. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, that coach <laughs> having suits. Yeah. And then it, it, you see it now, it, they stop doing that. And you, then you look at the end of the bench with the players. That's not the, the, before they used to be supposed to have like a blazer on. Mm-hmm. Now you see guys just dressing like Big Bird, like these fashions, <laughs> it, like gold chains everywhere. Like it's it's almost like like come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And maybe I'm getting old, and, but I get it. But I think there's a time and place for that. And you're creating a message. You're bringing too much of the street life onto a professional setting. And here you go with John Moran. Is it the reason? No, but it helps. It helps clear the doorway for stuff like this to get into into your product. You know what I'm saying? Because you're taking away a little bit of structure, being a little bit too lenient, and now you're allowing the people that's in that shouldn't be in your structure is in your structure, diluting it and, and, and poisoning it, and, and being that one bad apple to, to ruin the bunch. What, what do you say to that? I, I mean. I like to see a coach at the bench with, uh, I mean, when I was coaching, there was one requirement that we had, you know, a suit, shirt, tie. That's the way we did it on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Only because, you know, even though we are coaching high school kids, there is, um, we are still a teacher. Yes. We are still some, kind, we are uh, the, the, the role model, the voice of the principal of the school when these kids are around us. So if they're acting up and they're doing something wrong, we have to act upon it. But there's one thing, and then we got to talk to parents and all that. So I think that one thing that I, I did like was a shirt and tie, and you know, and, and definitely doing that while I was coaching. So I'm all I'm pro for that. Um, and then I could I can understand you know the warm ups and everything, but that, I guess that that's something that should be put on the coach's back during practice. And, yeah. But I think when uh, it comes to the game situation, uh, I would love to see the coach's back in the suit and tie. 
Laura Bentley, I just saw a, a post that she posted. Laura Berryman said, more coach primers. And I know exactly what she means. If you watch Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, and what he's trying to instill in his kids, he is preparing themselves for lives and how to how to be in this setting. And, and, and the, he's preparing them. For an example, um, I saw a clip of him where he brought in a group of women. Mm-hmm. It was a group of women. He goes, you're going to see these women amongst this facility. He goes, you're going to... You're gonna dress them as male and everything like that, and goes unless they want you to call them their name. But you got to get that permission. You have to give them that permission. If you don't get that permission, you're gonna call them male. He goes, I don't want to hear no derogatory or whatever like that. Because I'm telling you right now, if that kid back to me he goes gone. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Right off the bat, he he's like, when you see these ladies or any ladies in this facility, he goes, there's gonna be a type of respect going on. Mm-hmm. You know. Practice hadn't even started yet. He's just setting the tone of how he wants wants to be, and and then he and then you know he said thank you ladies and it's left. They didn't have to say anything. He just wanted to just use them to let them know so you're gonna have some type of respect, some type of standard here. That none of that stuff that you go on the streets and how you talk ain't coming in here. That's not that's not how it's supposed is going to be. And that's a coach. That's a coach of, of a person who is coaching in higher education and understanding yeah i may be coaching the next million dollar athlete but he is a he he is he's a young adult who i need to give him tools to survive and know how to handle that responsibility Mm -hmm. once he's going in he's not just a brand to me Mm -hmm. he's a human being that his parents were still in me and trusted me to give him the tools Mm -hmm. to survive once he leaves my kid Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and he even did it when he was at Jackson State. He actually brought in an Instagram model for her to sit down and literally talk about how girls finesse on Instagram, especially when you're a pro athlete, especially if you're a man of status. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was like, you know, well, why do you get her? But I understood what he was getting at. I, I'm trying to teach you so you don't get caught up the way you, you know, people, girls will you know, want to get with you because who you are, get pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what you deal with. You know what I'm saying? You got to make better choices. You can't allow that. And and he was teaching these young men how to live in society that they're going to be stepping that I'm not going to be able to protect you all the time. I need to give you those tools. And I think all coaches, high school, college, or wherever, need to take on that responsibility. My dad used to always say, watch out for the sugar-coated bullets. You know, mm-hmm. the sweet stuff will end up killing you. Mm-hmm. And they're not looking at all that sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. IG is some, something sweet, you know. They're going to show from from their cleavage on down, they're going to mm-hmm. show you it. They're going <laughs> to bat their eyes and everything. That's all sugar-coated bullets. Mm-hmm. It might get you caught up. So just uh, be a little bit smarter and... Um, you know, Deion Sanders is an amazing man mm-hmm. um, who had all the flash or more flash than anybody sure else. Yeah. yeah, he sure did. And, no, uh, but he never That was drained. my man. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Deion Sanders was my man. I remember. He was arrogant, but he was just like, yeah. yo. He's but you know what, though? The, the grace and elegance in which he chooses to give back mm-hmm. is so honorable. And uh, you only hope that his peers... Could reach 
that level to where they feel comfortable enough with giving back in that same light. Imagine, mm-hmm. yeah. Imagine if these colleges around this country had someone like him mm-hmm. leading these young these young men. You know I, I almost mean? wonder, and I'm not saying that it's the coach's fault, the Georgia coach. If Dion was that coach, you think that that kid would be comfortable to making that decision? You know what I'm saying? Of like really drag racing in the middle of you know the street, like. I I, I want to believe that Dion's voice would be back in his head. He goes, I ain't doing this. I'm gonna do nah, nah, nah. This is what he talked about. I mean, he's, he did it at Jackson State, and he's he's doing it now in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason why he wouldn't have been able to do it down in Georgia, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know what? Colorado was smart, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that because Dion was at Jackson State, and they said, I. Ah, you know, HBCUs, they want to kind of downgrade them and that they're not worthy. And, mm-hmm. and, and guess what? Colorado said, hey, we are a big school, but uh, we want this man. You know, they seen somebody. Somebody seen him. Somebody listened to him. Mm-hmm. And they, they, and I hate to say it, but some white man or white woman listened to him and they got it, mm-hmm. you know? So if they're getting it, guess what? There's going to be a whole lot of athletes that are black that are going to mm-hmm. get it too. And Dion's a person that didn't want to go to any winter climate anywhere, you know, no, no, no. out of college. He said, no, I'm not going up to He's New a Florida York. boy, that's why. You know, and look, where he is. Yeah, yeah. He's in the winter wonderland, you know, making snowmen, and he ain't having no problem with it, you no, know. No. And uh, so all I'm getting at is that he captivated um, another culture in Colorado. And they're paying him millions. Let me ask you this because this is a this has been a, a so there's a no topic. reason why he would have caught it. He yeah. would have caught Captain Joe. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, th- I think he made this statement recently. Deion Sanders. Speaking of Deion Sanders, he was on the talk show and he was asking how he recruits and what he looks for. Mm-hmm. And he looks for it. Goes, I want a quarterback. It's more or less part of a two parent home. That. You know, got his father in his life that he knows he because he, he's teaching him how I'm, I'm paying attention to the structure of his family because I need him to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? I need him to understand the decision making and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I can't have him. Um, I need him emotionally tough. So I look for this family or this living dynamic. Mm-hmm. She goes, if I'm looking for a defense alignment, it's probably he goes, my defense alignment is going to come from a single family, a single parent home raised by his mother because he has to fight and grind and get that. You know what I'm saying? He has that mindset. I need that mindset. And people were, you know, and he went down position to position to position how when he go to recruit, he's looking to, I'm just not looking at the player. I'm looking at the whole family dynamic of what I'm recruiting for because I it's showing me your mindset and I know what type of mindset I need at each position. You know, so you know, what do you think about that? If using that strategy as far as recruitment, is that too much? Is that? I think it's fine because it's him and it's worked for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and some other we may have other ways of looking at it. You know, and how we we are going to select our certain position players. You know, um, in his case, he's got club. He's got something to back it up. Mm-hmm. You know, from everywhere he's he's gone, he he has some success. You know, Jackson State has never seen accomplish what he was able to accomplish with those players, you know, those coaches in, in that area, you know, from the infrastructure on, on <coughs> the field, you know, he's produced so much. Mm. But so I can't knock it only because 
it's it's been successful. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you uh, you just can't. I uh, I love the man. I think he's uh, you know, I don't throw love around real easily. You know, mm-hmm. I just think that he's doing some fascinating things for the country in general. Now. I want to get back to the John Moran real quick before we end this topic. Um, Shannon Shop had um, an issue um, with with not John Moran but with his teammates, and, uh, and his dad too, and 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 his dad too. Now, and th- this is this is what I'm saying of the society we live into. So Shannon Shop, he actually was at a at a. Basketball also known game. as Zaddy. That's, <laughs> that, that's MG's that's Daddy. My man. That's my man. And he was on the Laker game. Yep. And they were playing the make Memphis Grizzlies. With his sweater on. With his sweater on. <laughs> yeah, yo, girl, like that. <laughs> so, $3,500. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on with it. And uh, he he basically was just talking like basketball trash talk. Um, um, basically saying to John Morant's <clears throat> teammate, y'all too small. The guy LeBron too small, and his feelings was hurt. Mm-hmm. And his response to Shannon Shop, who is fifty five years old, and this this particular player is in his early twenties. I think he's like 24, 23 himself. And he goes, "Fuck you." Mm-hmm. So you know now now they're having back and forth, back and forth words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as they have these back and forth words coming in, here comes John Morant approaching Shannon Shop to be in his face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then so Shannon Shock's not gonna back down, but here comes John Moran's father from the other from from the crowd from cause he was sitting like down across from Shannon Shop. You know what I'm saying? So Shannon Shock's going back at him. Like Shannon Shop and, and if you look at it, Shannon Shop really didn't get on the court. It was the, the players. He just didn't back off, you know? And it shows you the maturity that that these players are, or immature that the players are being. You can't handle simple trash talking. I have I saw a video again. I use Michael Jordan because he's the goal. Where there was a guy literally getting in his ass, trash talking, trash talking. Trash. He was ignored it, ignored it. But know how he backed it up? Mm-hmm. His play to a point when when he was done playing and he's sitting on the couch, he uh, he's sitting on the bench. He's looking for that fan and he just he's not yelling. He's not disrespecting. He's like you. You and 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 the fan had nothing to say. He didn't let it get to him personally. He understood what the fan was trying to do, but I'm gonna get mine by my play. I'm gonna shut you up. You know what I'm saying? And I can respect that. That's being a professional. These kids can't even handle. That's the key word there is being professional. Laurel brought up um, a point in the same way they um, they have people coming in and teach them about sexual harassment and everything like that. They should have people. Um, you know, in the same respect, teach them on how to handle mm-hmm. these types of situations. And I think we say that all the time, like that they should have etiquette coaches. They should have people that are there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, listen, I'm sure the NBA does, I'm sure, as I'm sure the NFL does, but they yeah. invest it in specific yeah. players. You know what I mean? And so, I, I mean, that's the, to me, that's like one of the first things you should do. Mm-hmm. Teach these people how to act. Mm-hmm. You know, teach them how to act in this type of setting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to learn how to hold your composure. You can't be going off every every time. And it's a game at the end of the day. People are going to criticize you. They're going to say whatever you're going to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whatever they're going to say to get to try to get at you. But you, what you going to do, fight everybody? Mm-hmm. 
Chops or Shannon Shannon Chops. Don't yeah. Take that boo job to me, you know, yeah. as he says every single morning. Yeah. Definitely. Don't Shannon made me. a point on his show Undisputed where he says, when I was playing, I understood. No, when I was, like, even when he was in college and everything like that, because I understood the responsibility of being Shirley Shop's little brother. Thank you. So Sterling. I would yeah, not Sterling put myself Shop. in that position. Not because of me, because I know what I do. It's not going to be Shannon Shop. It's going to be Sterling Shop's little brother. You see what I'm saying? He was, and, and this is what I mean. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask both of you guys if you guys watched the Chris Rock special. Not yet. All right, I saw the interview that he did. Well, the, CNN had written an article about him. And um, somebody had asked, how come you didn't hit him back? And he said, because I got parents. Mm -hmm. I got parents, and they always told me, don't fight in front of white people. Mm. There's a level of candor that you need to have when you are a professional, an mm. athlete. Anybody who's in the public eye, you're considered a professional. Whereas I expect you to have some type of moral standing. Mm. You know what I mean? And so you think about that, like it makes you wonder, yeah, a lot of these professional athletes come from broken homes. That's all well and good. So that's all the more reason you invest in etiquette coaches so they know how to act and stuff like that. But then you have the ones that don't come from broken homes. And then you wonder what type of home was it for them to react the way that they do if it's not in a respectful way. Mm. But you go completely left. You got no respect for your parents. Mm. I walk out the door every day knowing people knew that I was Jeff Graham's daughter. That's what I'm saying. So I got to make sure I uphold some type of candor when yes, I go out that's there. That's what I'm saying. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's why I know that is like it's I crazy. when I was a kid, I go. They're gonna look at oh, that's Berto Cotter. They're gonna see that's Berto Cotter's son. Mm -hmm. That's Zelma right. Cotter's son. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're not gonna. They're not gonna remember me, but they're gonna know my parents. Right. Yeah. Is and, and it's even when you you have a spouse. Yeah. You you have a girlfriend or boyfriend. You want someone who's gonna represent you right. in the best way. They're right. gonna say oh, that's so so. No, that's Berto's girlfriend. You see what I'm saying? And you're going to have that you know, accountability and right. responsibility. Right, right. And between all of us, I mean, because we, we're all, you know, known in this area, mm -hmm. you know, well-known, and uh, but we forget to realize that, you know what, our parents were the same type people. Mm -hmm. You know what? And, and we may not, we may be acting the fool somewhere, but guess what? There's and somebody had to tell them. And they're going to tell, and it's, mm -hmm. it's like, how'd you know about that? I, I see everything. Let know? me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, how'd you know about it? Yeah, you see everything. Mm -hmm. But I remember my father told me one story, because my father wasn't always, you know, a proper businessman and stuff like that. And he was somebody who, at one point, and he, he's probably looking down on me. God rest his soul, because he did pass away three years ago. But he's probably looking down on me, like, oh, I know you ain't about to say this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my father at one point was a tough, a tough guy, mm -hmm. you know, to the point where people would pay him to go and find people and, mm -hmm. you know, rough them up. Um, but when he became a businessman, he made the conscientious effort to try to be better. Mm -hmm. And he understood that he couldn't associate himself with certain people anymore. Um, but one thing that my father was, he liked to dress, but he liked to dress a certain way. Mm -hmm. So he had an older cousin at the time. And his cousin had told him, Jeff, what are you doing wearing this leather jacket here? Mm -hmm. You want these people to, to treat you a certain way, right? You want these people to look at you a certain way. Get a suit. Put a suit on the next time we come, you know what I mean, into this bank. Or the next time we come into this meeting. The next time we come, you know, get a suit and put it on. <laughs> my father was over. My father was told, my father got escorted out of somebody's office because he lost his, he lost it. He didn't like the way the guy was talking to him. Mm -hmm. And he was with his cousin. Yeah. And he said, he said, I don't know, what are you doing this and that, blah, blah, blah. The guy just went on his intercom. He said, Susie, 
I miss the gram. Escort out of here, please. That's it. The guy didn't even raise his voice. Nothing. Then my father and me said, that's when I knew I had to change. Mm -hmm. That's when I knew I had to change. That, that stuff don't go fly. That stuff don't go fly. Don't fly in the professional setting. No, no, you know? Don't fly. So you you can be cool guy. That's not cool. Yeah. So you take those lessons. And and I say that to say that they have to learn. You know what I mean? They had to learn. Like mm -hmm. Laurel mentioned that that Deion Sanders at one point was suicidal. Yeah, you had to mm -hmm. learn. So mm -hmm. how do you teach somebody if you ain't never been through, you know, certain things? You gotta learn. Yeah. You gotta yeah. learn in order for Life you is to a lesson. Yeah, you gotta learn yeah. in order for you to instill those types of morals in no other question. people. You know what I'm saying? And so, that goes back to John Moran when you're 23 yeah. making all these millions of dollars and you, and you have this responsibility here taken and you don't you don't got no life training to even deal with it. Hello. So now you have your you're, you're, you're having your boys, so to speak, around you who are not shouldn't be go coming with you as you're going up there. There's some people just not gonna go with you. It could be your family members. Mm -hmm. It's not it, it shouldn't happen because you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you could be loyal to a fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it could bring you down. Like I have one, I have a friend, I'm not gonna say the name, but I he knows who he is. I get on, I'm like, dog, you are loyal, but you're loyal to a fault. Because mm -hmm. all they're doing is bringing you down. I yeah. understand that your family, I understand that your friends, but they're loyal to a fault. They're not adding to your life. They're slowing you down or stopping you. You know what I'm saying? And it's I get it. I totally get it. But at the same time, like this is a time where you need to be a little bit selfish. You know what I'm saying? So, because they those fake friends or the friends that are using you, mm -hmm. they'll fade away themselves. Come on, you know, you know come they, on, life will life will remove them until yeah. they find someone come else on. who they can latch on. Someone Big, who right. I can go hang with them because my status will be bigger come over on. there yeah. than come here. On. You gotta just yeah. really watch that. Yeah. Yep. All right, we've been on this topic yeah, yeah, for a yeah, grip, yeah. but we're about to roll into something else. Charlie want to continue on. We roll right into a whole other topic. <laughs> we'll take a, on music, our take a music break because we're I think we're <laughs> All right, we're going to get into one music break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about morals. Let's talk about morals. You listen to the Wind Down Podcast on WMB1 Radio. This is some Tyrese, nothing on you. <laughs>
Yes, 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 yes. That was Tyrese. Ain't nothing on you. That's one of my favorite songs on Tyrese songs. How come you never sing on the wind down part? I do sometimes. sometimes. I'm working on my I'm, I'm working on my album. I need I need I need a co-writer. You think you gonna help me out? I hope you know. <laughs> I'm gonna get help me, I'm telling you. I'll give you twelve songs by tomorrow morning. Oh, like that? Oh. Oh. Already. We'll call it the wind down. That's it. Yeah. Even let Sterling get in. Yeah, <laughs> featuring Sterling <laughs> Sounds. Do you know that I'm the one that gave him that name, Sterling Sounds? I gotta give myself credit. Here we yeah. go. Sterling Sounds. I said Sterling Sounds. Spell it with a Z too, not an S. A Z. Z. Yeah. I'm the I'm the one that did it. Ask him, man. Like you got a lot of ideas. Yeah, I do. <laughs> what is Jeff Korea talking about? As much as these players need agents, and I think it should be a prerequisite to have a professional culture staff on mannerism, morals, and professionalism at all at all times, whether you like it or not, or don't sign the contract. I, I agree. I think a certain percentage of the their, first contract, yeah. I think a certain percentage of what they make needs to go specifically towards that. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? I agree with that. But I, we gotta move on to our next topic. <laughs> Otherwise we're gonna be on this. <laughs> Thank you, fool. Shout out, shout out, fool, fool. All right. The only guest that never made it to the really challenge. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't gone on there yet? No, no. Oh, this guy here. Well, his name's Fool. Uh, well, he's coming down in a couple of weeks. Maybe you could, you could, yeah. you could get, you get him on there. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want him. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shots fired. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Joking, fool. No funny. use for him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. messed I, up, fool. That's it. I just got to guilt him into it. He'll eventually show up. <laughs> um, yo, fool, when you're listening, I know you're listening. Yo, when you get back, we got to hit the cigar bar, man. It's all set up. Me, you, D. Khan, Kevin Rudolph, all, we're all going. John Clark, we're all going. Cigar bar. We spoke nice. a little, little, little vibe there. I Providence. just ordered um, cigars from the black owned company, um, True Gents. Oh, yeah? Cigars, yeah, for my cousin who's retiring. So we got him a whole box of them. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah, I'm starting to get into that that, nice. that scene. Yeah. I like cigars. Um, I need the flavor ones. Yeah. I like this. You like the flavor ones? Um, I want I want to taste it on my lips. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's move right along. Let's move right, right along. Let's talk about this moral aspect. I call it morals. Um Larissa Pippen, she mm. is the ex-wife of basketball great Scotty Pippen, who is Michael Jordan's ex-teammate who won six champions championships with. She is dating Michael Jordan's son. Alright? Um, there's more to her, but we'll, we'll, we'll stay telling this, 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 this right now. Um, I, to me, in my opinion, I feel like it's immoral. What do you think is immoral? Is the fact that it is one of your it's 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 your husband's ex-husband's ex-teammate son. That's what I think is unmoral. I think that's just a line that was just crossed. You know what I'm saying? It's like out of all the other people you can go with, you know, that's that. Uh, I don't know. If I was Scotty Pippen, that that would bother me. That that and and here's the thing. I'm gonna. I said I won't go there, but let's go there. She actually dated a teammate of her son who's in the NBA also. Mm -hmm. 
So it's not even about the age gap, whatever. I, like, that's all well and good. But it's just the people who you chose to date who are close to your significant other or son. Where's the morals in that? Um, I mean, I'm with you only because uh, there's just so many other things you can do. Yes. You know, and, and she's proven that every relationship she's been involved in has not lasted. So is it more lust than love? And if it's lust, then she has no morals. She's just going to go after whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say when and he is too? I got. Don't, I don't want to say she. It's it's yeah. she and he. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason, <clears throat> and, and Pippin and and Jordan. I mean, they have a good, bad, and ugly relationship. Mm-hmm. So you never know what you know. Jordan's kid had might have been hearing about. If Jordan's talking about his dad or Pippin or whatever, you know, so there may be a little payback, you know, and that's why they're doing it. I'm going to pay back. I'm going to do this, you know. And, so you but, think, uh, you think you, it, it, it could be a, a possibility to using her as a ploy, as, as a pawn to... I, I, I mean, I I think so. the, the, the worst thing of, of, of both those relationships is the son's teammate. Put me in coach. My leg's shaking. I'm ready to come in. Yeah. Hurry up, Tyler. Get to the point. Come on. My leg's shaking. I'm ready to go in. You got a point. I'm ready to go in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, what you have to say? First about of all, the you? definition of immoral is immoral describes a person or behavior that conscientiously goes against accepted morals. That is the proper ideas and beliefs about how to behave in a way that is considered right and good by the majority of people. Immoral connotes the intent of evilness and wrongdoing. And it is a true um, adenum of moral. Now, my thing is this. I wanted to make sure we're very clear on that. First of all, these are two consenting adults. Mm-hmm. He's not a child. He's not a teenager or anything like that. She's a divorced woman. She has the right to date whoever the hell it is she wants to date. Mm-hmm. Shoes on the other foot, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And that's a fact. Mm-hmm. These men can go ahead and date. Whoever, you might not hear about it. You might not hear about it because a lot of these older NBA players, they have people sign NDAs. You know what I mean? So you might not hear about it. But she gets chastised. She likes to date old, she likes to date younger men. That's mm-hmm. in her ever since she got divorced from Scotty Pippen. That's been her that's mm-hmm. been her thing. She was right in that Kardashian clan and everything like that and stuff, you know. She likes to date younger men. This is not anything new. She's been divorced from Scotty Pippen for how long? And people got a problem just because she's dating his son who's a grown man who can make his own decisions on who he chooses to date. She's a, They're both free spirits. They can go ahead and date. They don't. Nobody has ownership over anybody. It, I don't look at it as ownership. Like, for an example, I'll, I'll use a male point of view because you said, like, you know, if a male person was doing it, we wouldn't, we wouldn't talk about it. Years ago, Tony Parker messed with his teammate's wife that Based, based, you know, with, with, I think it was Brett Barry, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was Brett Barry's wife. Mm-hmm. He he messed, and, and I, I even at a young age, I thought that was immoral. That's that's messed up too. Mm-hmm. Like you're crossing the line, and and they weren't even friends like that. They didn't they didn't play together for that long. That's immoral. That like, was his wife, huh? That was his wife. What do you mean? 
She's not Scotty Pippen's wife. But, but, but it's not even, but it's, it's still the point. It's just the point. It's like, like, say if I had a friend, right? I had a wife. We divorced, mm. right? And then she goes with, my, goes with one of my friends. That's wrong. Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan. right to do it. Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan are not friends. That's one. All right? That's one. I think they made that perfectly clear. Uh, I think they were friends. Okay. They're just, just having little issues right That's now. That's fine. That's fine. But I'm going to say this right Policy now. Is not. Listen, they ain't friends. They ain't, You think they're sitting at home kicking with each other, drinking wine, or having whiskey and all this other stuff? No. Nah. You won six championships together. You've been in the league. You played together for over 12 to What does Scotty Pippen say years. about Michael about Michael Jordan's documentary? Huh? What does Scotty Pippen say about Michael he Jordan's like documentary? Did. Okay. Thank you. There's a lot of things my friends don't like what I did. Don't mean Listen, that what you're doing is you're putting you're, you're acting like you're acting like they are best friends. Mm -hmm. That's his man. That's his ace boondog. They roll with each other uh, and all of a sudden you're acting like that. No. You're acting, acting like, like that. Like but let's just say this. Let's say this. Even if even if that was the case, she's divorced. She ain't married to Scotty Pippen anymore. He has no there's what, right? there's, what are you talking? Why? Of all the people, like have some type of even though you're not together with your ex-husband, you still he's still the father of your child mm -hmm. who you have a kid with, have some type of respect. Listen, that's would it. I would I do it? No. Would I do it? No. I personally it. I personally Why wouldn't, wouldn't do you? it. Because to me, no, because because to me, I don't roll, I don't I don't roll that way. That's just me. Because it's immoral. Don't know. That's a personal choice of mine. All right. It doesn't mean that doesn't well, mean that another that woman can go because it's my choice? preference. Why? Because it's my preference. Because don't, it fits into your morals. No, it has nothing to do with me morally. No. It's my preference. I, I simply wouldn't know. I simply wouldn't go that route. But it doesn't mean that another woman wouldn't choose to do that. The yeah. fact of the matter is, it, it remains an issue then because it us. remains it remains not my morals. It's her preferences are different from them. I also don't date younger men. That's your but does it does it does that make it does that make does that, that make women does that make women wrong? Her, like I, I didn't care about the age. The age doesn't bother me. She had those. You have her preference, whatever. I have mm -hmm. a preference of the type of women I like. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I get it. Well, guys with age, you know, there's a body type of preference I like. That that's not here or there. But because I that's my preference. You never hooked up with a girl that one of your boys hooked up nope, with? Never did. You sure about that? I'm sure about that. You positive about and that? And I had opportunities. I never did. You think yeah, you think the woman would have told you? If, huh? if you think the woman would have told if you? If I didn't know, did? then he wasn't my friend. That's what I'm saying. If he's my friend, I know who he's messing around with. You are sitting here. This is what I'm saying. I never did. I'm telling it's you. Like, I never yeah, did. But this is this is my this is my issue in particular with these situations when they come up. It's a double standard. It's a double standard. You would not be having this conversation if it was a man. There are plenty of male athletes that have dated their counter, their their uh their people who they play basketball with or they play football with or whatever have dated their ex wives. And I in my okay. opinion, that's immoral. And if, but that's, 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 that's but my opinion. I think that's you, you don't go there, yo. I just feel like there's too many women out there or too many men out there. To like, you know what I'm saying? You you guys been married, have respect of however long you've been married. You have a ch children that you have children together, have respect that you have children together, not to go there. Like So you feel what's like my, that what's person would be saying that. So it's my not, thing I, is no, because right. then you're creating a sense of ownership over that individual. But I'm going but I, as a man, I'm going 
owned by the same, if you want to call it ownership, we'll call it ownership, even though that's not how I look at it. I just is having a mutual respect for each other is of, of what we had and what we do have mm-hmm. is to a point where, yeah, if like I say you shouldn't do that, I shouldn't do it either. It goes both ways. I'm not saying that I can do it and you can go do it. No, no, no. It's we have a mutual respect for each other that we just wouldn't do that. Look, let's yeah, our relationship didn't work, but let's let's have respect. But she's not dating. She's I don't I don't I well I think I totally disagree. I totally disagree because they're both adults, consenting adults, to be able to make the decision that they make. Go ahead, Charlie. I'm sorry. Well, I think all three of them are the same type person. You know, um, and I'm not saying who's the third that. person in this? Huh? Who's the third person in this? There is uh, her son's teammate yeah. that she dated. Okay, yep. So I think between her son's teammate, um, Jordan's son, and her, they're the, this, they're the same type people mm-hmm. and are dating for the same type reasons. Mm-hmm. And regardless of whatever they are, A from Z, they have a lot in common, and that's how they end up reaching each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then something it may be a common thing, something simple. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like your ex, and I don't like your father. I don't like, or oh, I do like. I just like this situation. Let's put it like that. I like this situation. Let's try it out. I'm not saying I'm going to marry you, but we're going to do this, and they do. And they did it, and and they did it for a short, a short period of time or a long period of time. With the son's teammate, it was a short period of time. It was a booty call or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was something yeah, it was that happened, yeah. and it, it did. So now, you know, the son's not really having a problem with it because you have no incidents where they were fighting, you mm-hmm. know. So son was down with it. And, and, you know, but how do we do that? Maybe it's it. the point. What can he say to his mother? Oh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm supposed to, like, I, I, like that's my mother. I'm not going to. You know, you don't know if he had the conversation. Maybe, maybe that's why they're not together because he mentioned it to his mother that, like, yo, this is making me uncomfortable. I, 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 like, come on, now. you know what I'm saying? So it, it's like I'm not saying she is. She's a grown ass woman. She could do whatever she wants to do, but the choices that you make have consequences. And in my eyes, I feel like it's wrong to do. It's almost like you're like, what are the consequences for her? Huh? Oh, so y'all, y'all, be, y'all being somebody has an opinion of what you're doing. But people don't have an opinion on any I, I, of these I, people. And I completely anyway. understand that. I'm just arguing the point where in in my perspective and how I would want the people around me, you know what I'm saying? That's immoral. That's just disrespectful. I I wouldn't associate myself. But I get I guess that. my question is who is it disrespectful to? Scotty Pippen. Her ex-husband? Yes. How? Her 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 baby's like her her son's father her ex-husband, like, I, I just feel like... You, you so do you there. feel like, don't let's just say, let's just say, let's just say you were married. Yeah. Okay. And you get divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Ex-wife. So what? You guys have a kid. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like somebody, if, if she, if your ex-wife ends up marrying a man who you really don't, you really have zero respect for and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you feel like it'd be disrespectful for her to go ahead and date this person before you answer that call. Yo, thank you for calling into the wind down. Give on us one, one second. second. Hold on one second. You feel like it'd be disrespectful for your ex-wife to then marry that person that she knows you have beef with? Say that again. Uh, who I have beef with? Yeah. Yeah. That's whack. Well, go ahead, caller. That's not, whack. Yeah, yeah. Go she, ahead, caller. Go ahead. Who, who's speaking? You're on the wind down podcast. This is Laurel. 
What's, what's going on, what's girl? Up, what's going on? How are you hey, doing? Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've been listening to this whole thing. Look, Carter, Uncle Charlie, love y'all. Like, okay, but we're not doing this bro code thing. Like, we're not doing it. Whether or not, first of all, by definition, it's not immoral what she's doing. She's not married to Scotty anymore. She Thank has you. no ties to him. Okay, they have a child together, but that doesn't matter. She doesn't live with him, whatever the case may be. She can date, she can marry, she can sleep with whoever she wants to, whatever yeah. she wants to do, she can do that. He, she is not his property. Thank you. And this is the thing that we, we, to get to it and get deeper into it is that there's a societal thing that men own women, especially after you, you've had a sexual relationship with after, after you've had a child with them, after you give them a last name, whatever the case may be, all of a sudden men for some reason think they have some sort of ownership over women and you can dictate who she's with, what she does, where she goes, whether or not she's with you. Come on. So are you saying that we are saying, like, I don't feel like we have some ownership because at the same time, <laughs> I, 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 would, I would live by the same moral compass that I'm stating right now. I wouldn't do that to her. For the same reason, because that's the that's how I go about my life and how I navigate. Like I'm not saying that she can't do it; she's she could do whatever she wants. But this is what I'm saying. I hear you. Okay, but I'm saying under the 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 guys over this whole conversation when people talk about it, and people talk about this in other situations, right? Is that if you break up with a guy, whatever the case is, you can't go get with his friends. You can't go get with his sibling, his cousin, whatever it is, because that's wrong. That's what guys say to women, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you're saying. That's why you're saying it's immoral, because why would you get with your husband's teammate's son? That's that's weird. That's not right. Why? Why are you saying that it's not right? All right, so, we're going with, so I'll, I'll give you a scenario. So say we'll go with a friend scenario, because that's you, the friend thing. He goes with your friend. Now she's with your friend. Now you go to the cookouts. It goes all these gatherings and everything like that. It goes, it creates an uncomfortable atmosphere that you, that it shows like no mutual respect. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's too many, too many people out here in the world to go that close. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, and I'm not saying she can't do it. She's all well. She could do whatever she wants to do. But in my opinion, I feel like it's wrong. It's disrespectful towards me, toward the marriage we had, to the son we have. And everything. It's not like it's just some girl who you dated in high school or whatever. This is a person who you shared a life with, you build a life with, and you have a son with, and everything like that. There's almost a disrespect. And you got divorced. With, all right, but it's, you're still a family. It doesn't matter if, if, if you're divorced or not. You're still a family. Respect the family structure. You know what I'm saying? And well, family structure. Because we have divorce. How old is, how well, old is, how old is the son? Y'all have the same energy when men cheat. Thank you. That's, you're right. You're absolutely right. I am not. I am not going against that. I'm telling you, as a man, I'm living by the same rules. Y'all, I'm not saying do this and I can do that. And I think that's what you guys are hearing because I'm, I'm comment on Larissa. But if a man does it, I, I feel like the man is wrong, wrong too. I'm not even saying that. All I'm saying I'm not is saying this. you personally. I'm, right. I'm saying this is going to a bigger, a Hello, bigger, a bigger conversation. Thank you, Laura. Society under patriarchy, which we live. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's this this stereotype, this double standard that men can do whatever they want. No, they I never believe that. No, I, I, I mean, can't. That that's a fact. That is a fact. Well, I, I I'm for, I'm coming from a a, a a transparent point of view where no, I don't believe that. I believe that if I live, if I expect you to live by a moral compass, I'm going to treat you the same. Do you hold way. your Do you hold your male friends to that same standard? We all do. 
Yeah, we all do. You do. So if, yeah, if one do. of y'all, if you saw one of your male friends cheating on that girl, you confront them about you, it. Don't you? If 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 it was if it was a girl who I was just messing around with, if, if it was that girl, girl. Uh, no, no, listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. Yeah, you saw I, that. No, you I'm, saw I'm, that, right? No, okay. Right. Yeah. See what? Like, let me, let My question <laughs> was: If you saw one of your male friends cheating on their significant other. Mm-hmm. Would you confront them about it and tell them to do the right thing? We, we would. And not I, do yeah, that. We have. We have. I, I, I can show you receipts. We have. But but see, but we're not going to tell you that. We men are not going to tell you that. What you talking have. about? Like, like, I have told it. Like, yo, you shouldn't be doing this. Yo, man, you need to go home, man. But at the end of the day, we can't tell them what we can and cannot do. Just because you don't hear it from us, because that's our code. Like, what we talk about with us has nothing to do with y'all. You know what I'm saying? You want to be engaged in the conversation. Men do, but whatever you're going to do, I'm still your boy, but hey, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And you've done that with every hey, one of wait, your friends. Yes. I have a question for you. Let me, can I, do you mind if I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so let's do that for the sake of argument. I don't know Larsa Pippen. I don't know what the situation is, how she met um, Michael Jordan's son or whatever. Mm-hmm. But let's say, because we're talking about you, mm-hmm. one of your homeboys, uh, his ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. you and her um, meet or you've known each other because you were kind of cool when he was dating her, whatever. They've been separated now. Mm-hmm. Maybe he moved on, maybe he hasn't, but you and his his ex mm-hmm. end up talking more and then you fall in love. Something like that. It's not it's not sexual. Uh, it's love. You know what I mean? Like, like just some, you just fell in love and you feel like this is your person. This is my soulmate, whatever. Are you then, are you saying that for you that's impossible? I would never feel that because she dated my yep. my. My guy, I would never allow yep. myself to do yep. that. See, so I've been, so I've, been Laura, Laura, I've been in that situation plenty of times, number of times, where a girl, after they started dating one of my friends, they came to me, they were interested in me. They didn't notice me because I'm so quiet. And I'm telling you. And it's like, and I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I had I had guys, my my guy friends, who, well, if, if it was my girl, they wouldn't even think about it. But if the girl that I was just dating is messing around with, they still... We still come to each other. Are you okay with this? You know what I'm saying? We talk to each other. Are you okay with it? Yeah, you're okay. It's to a point where it's because because yo, me and so her, y'all give each other permission to date no, women no, no. that you no, that you dated other, before. We're not giving each other permission. So what are you giving? We're, we're putting our friendship prior prioritizing our friendship. I want to make sure y'all are okay with this because I don't want to lose you as a friend to, to, to mess with a, to be with a girl who I don't know how far this is gonna go. Your friendship is more is more a priority to me. So if you, if if you're not comfortable with it, I'm not gonna do it. That's it. If you're, if if it's okay, then all right, nine I'm gonna times continue out of it. ten, before they even have had that conversation, they've already taken it to a level to where it's there now. So I, a woman a, a a woman doesn't just start talking to a man and then like within one day, like you know what, I want to fuck you. Well, so, but he case, says, well, let me know. let me talk to my boy first. But no, chances are your boy has already gone across the line okay. with him before they even approach you. That's there. the case. I know it never ha- it never happened. It, it, I know it never happened with a girl. All I'm saying is this: with. look, let's just like bring it. The story but no, no, no. But let's let's bring it back to basics, though. But let's bring it back to basics. Let's bring it back to basics. Ownership. We can go into societal's view, society's view on how relationships work. Like Greg mentioned, baby daddies, baby mamas, and everything like that. We've all been in that situation mm-hmm. where you know you feel a sense of ownership over somebody or whatever because based on the relationship that you had, right? We be we be hypocrites, I don't like that ownership. but we be hypocrites. I don't 
don't care, but you'd be hypocrites. We would, we would all be, no, listen, listen to what I'm saying. We would all be hypocrites if at one point we, we say that we didn't feel that way. I'm sorry. Cause you were young. You were young. I could sit down right now and I could say, listen, yeah, there's definitely been relationships that I've been with while I was side eye or I would feel some sort of way if one of my girlfriends was to entertain that person. We've right. all been in situations like that. So let's not be right. like all of us have been in that type of situation to where that emotion comes out, right? right? So we can't be hypocrites. Now, how have we grown? Now, how do we how do we grow from that? What I'm basically saying is no matter what, whether I've been with that person, if I was married or divorced. All right. The length of time that I've been with that person, I'm always going to feel some sort of way if somebody close to me goes and dates them. The issue is, is that I'm not going to vocalize it. Why? Because I don't have a sense of ownership over that person. That's right. who they choose to be with, period. I'm not going to side eye you or anything like that. My relationship is over. No, like, listen to what I'm saying. Right, I, am, I am listening because saying it being I'm, not, I'm giving you my opinion. Yeah. Now, if, if, am I going to say something? No. I probably, this is myself or my friend. I'm not like, and that's how I am. I'm not gonna say, "Hey, you can't do that." Yeah. So you're putting words in my mouth. I'm not. I'm, 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 just, not, I'm just letting. I'm just listen letting. To what no, I just no, said. no, listen to what I'm saying. You didn't, you didn't hear it, what I just said, though. You said vocalize. No, no, no. What yeah, I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to what I said. What I said. We would all be hypocrites if we didn't at one point feel a sense of ownership we over one of our exes. We get that emotion too. We would be. We would all like be hypocrites. I, I never felt. We would like all I be hypocrites. It's not. It's not. But listen. Not you, you, you yourself is society. Oh, like we would all be hypocrites if we didn't at one point feel like, nah, if, if so-and-so dates this person, I'm I'm cussing them out. I'm cussing them out if they even thought about looking at this person romantically. I'm cussing them out because they know what I went through with them. That's right. whether you want to believe that that's a sense of ownership over that person. <coughs> that's the point that I'm making. And right now, with this... And this is where the, the, the whole dilution of marriage in society is created. But listen, is this but you're not, no, nobody's no, married I, in this like, situation. Like, Maria, you're dominating the conversation. Can go, I respond? Go ahead, you can, respond. Respond. You can is, respond. Is, 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 that's what I mean. Just because we are divorced, we were married. We were once married. You're diluting. So, obviously, why even get married? What is the point? Don't get married then. Don't get married if, if, to get divorced, though. Uh, but but when, but oh but if you get, get married, you divorce whatever whatever line was crossed that you violated your vows and now a divorce takes place, we're done. But how That's do you but, but, but how do you know vows were well now now we're putting more into the narrative? Not, it, it, it could be it could be, you know, I split no, up. I was just saying, listen, listen. She's just saying the divorce. They're oh, divorced. No, it's over. Saying, the relationship no, is she over. Said, no, she said that there was like the kids are grown. She doesn't owe him anything. Right. She's taking care of her business. She's living the life she wants to live. Honestly, yes. I feel if you choose to marry somebody and, and regardless of it didn't work, you still owe each other that mutual respect. It's not. Oh, it's, it's, it's not. It, then I, don't get married. Then. I, don't. I, think, I think that the a divorce... mutual respect would be don't go on a live talk show and talk about stuff that happened within our marriage, right? Don't right, talk about right. our marriage. Don't but look, uh, exactly. Like, but but no, sir. You already showed like, her. Hey, she, already, she already. She already showed. It she has already... nothing to do with Scotty. It has but, nothing to do with Scotty. But she already. But, but the fact. She's doing what she wants to. Have yeah, but to you know something. She's. But at the end of the day, when they see that last name Pippin, it's not her last name. It's his. And so when times you see Pippin, it's going to go back to him. Why is her last name Pippin? Because she married him. So if she don't want to be accountable of that stuff, change her last name then. But no, that, that last name gives her status. And that's fine. But you know something? Respect the man that gave you that status. 
is because you got married. Like just like he should respect her. So what? He she has to run her. by. She has to run by everybody. No, she dates by just, him for the rest of her life. No, I'm not saying. Yo, 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 Am I saying that? Am I saying that? I don't know. Though? Let's We're just stop. You. You. No, 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 no. Yes, Charlie, hear, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. We're yeah. asking you a question. But listen, no, no, no. no, no, no. Let Charlie, because Charlie's no. outside looking in, right? You're listening in. Yep. What do you think? Divorce is more. Um, it's more bad than happy. All right, or sad or happy or mm -hmm. evil than than good. Most times, and I, yes, and I, yeah. I think that. In this situation where it's on Scotty's side or the Pippin side, or you know, I think that um there's there's some evilness and 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 she may do it just on she I'm saying she may do it, but Jordan's son may do it for the same reasons. Mm -hmm. This is feedback. And 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 that's why they're doing it. Now this courtship may last until they say, All right, the payback is done. Mm -hmm. And I'm over it. It could be um, some vindictive. Or it may be a successful story and say, look, you know what? You're the person I want. You know, let's move on. Let's continue with this. And and I think it's going to be something special. But then again, cool. then again, I just think that with the teammate, I, I don't I don't I don't know because I think, like you said earlier, I think the son, her son, stopped that relationship. Because he said, "Mom, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. You know, can can you move on?" And she did move on. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that it was Jordan's son. Can I just interject for a, for a moment? Mm -hmm. Let me just say this, because Uncle Charlie, you just brought up an extremely good point that just got my wheels turning in my mind that I didn't even think of it myself. Yep. Which goes to show you how ingrained patriarchy is in all of us, no matter how you identify in terms of gender. We've been arguing, having this conversation. At, at what point did we say, is Michael Jordan's son in the wrong for dating, for pursuing his, his dad's teammate, who's probably like an uncle, his ex-wife? At what point did we say, right. is her son's teammate in the wrong? We're not holding any of the men accountable to say, oh, no, they're tripping. But we sit here making her that uh, she, she's just right. the worst thing under the sun. How dare she? She's disrespectful. She's immoral. Yeah, but the men have right. no part in it, right? No, no, y'all, no, no, y'all, absolutely you. right. And I think we're talking about Laura Pippen because, like you said, she is on a live podcast, a live radio show, talking about it. She is out there being a socialite, being being that person like the Kardashians are. So she's putting herself in front street. Now, if he put himself in front street, doing the same thing, I think that he will be as as a topic also. So she's putting herself on front street for the simple reason because that's Michael Jordan's son, and she's Scottie Pippen's, and she's Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. That has some some type of stat that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? And we want to ignore that. And that's not right. I don't think anybody's ignoring yeah, that. Yeah, we are. I don't, I don't think You're so. saying it, it's like... It's because she wouldn't be... About it publicly. I think she's on front street for the fact of what her last name is. Right. Who she was with. Right. And, and and the fact that she's with somebody else now that happens to be Michael Jordan's son. Right. Well, you see the whole, the, the, the whole dynamic these names? That's fine, the whole dynamic of the names, but she is who she is, and whether you like it or not, she was his wife, so she earned that last name anyway. So there's no, and, and technically, until she gets married again, that is her last wow, name. Wow, so she earned the last name getting married, but she don't have to respect that last name once she gets divorced. But at what point no, does that, no, what, no, what no. point does the respect, so you're saying. Actually, you do have the right to keep. You do, right, you do have the right to keep it. Or, or right, you or do. Name. And, 
tangent. So she probably said, for various reasons, this is who. Laurel, we got to let you go, girl. Somebody else is trying to call in. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. you. Laurel, yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. The, uh, Hello, you're on the Wind Down Podcast show. Hello? Oh. Okay. So, no. Um, can I just say something? I just want to welcome, you know, our people that are on Fireside listening to us throughout this time, you know, this topic. Um, for you all that are on Fireside, if you want to leave a comment, please leave a comment and I'll try to broadcast it over the air so we can get your questions, um, you know, um, answered or debated or whatever it may be. So thank you, Fireside, for joining us on the uh, Wind Down Podcast. Yeah. Let me just be very clear on where I stand on this, regardless of what their last names are. I think a woman has, and just like men do, they have the right to date whoever, whomever they want to date throughout their you know throughout their lives i think where morality comes in is if she was a married woman and now she was having an affair with someone else i think that's where morality comes in but i think to say an individual regardless of what the last name is i think to say that an individual is somehow behaving immoral because they choose to date a specific person regardless of what their last name is i think it's a little bit it's a little bit um abrasive you know, again, I go back to my preference, right? And what your preferences are. They may not, everybody is so intricately different. People view things so differently. What you value is not what the next person values, right? So for you, your personal preference would be to not to not be in that situation or not date anybody who would put themselves in that situation as well, right? That's where I say that's a preference. When morality comes in is if she was still married and she's having an affair, you know what I mean? But that's not the case. She is whether whether we like it or not. First of all, she's she dropped that she's gorgeous. That's mm-hmm. one. Um, but two, they both are in this high profile lifestyle, right? That none of us could even fathom being <laughs> being around or in. Right? These are people who who their everyday lives consist of things that we wouldn't even think of. You know what I mean? And she's around all of these people. She is a socialite, just like the Kardashians and stuff like that. So this is who she's going to attract these young men. She's, these are the relationships that she's going to be, you know what I mean? That she's going to be in, period. And I don't, I personally, my my own self as a woman, I wouldn't have made that decision. That's not my preference. One, I don't like younger men. And two, yeah, I hear what you all are saying. It probably is a little too, it probably is a little too close. So I myself wouldn't do it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with women who do decide to do it, regardless. That's, you know what I mean? My preference has nothing to do with what their preference is. But that's, you know? and, but that's what I'm saying. I don't, she could do whatever she wants. That's why I hate because they're using that word ownership. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like any man should own a woman. She's free to do whatever you want. Just like I'm free to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that's all I'm saying. I'm free to have an opinion. But my only, about th- the this, only this issue thing. I had about your opinion was the word moral, because I don't think it has anything I to do th- with I morality. I think it's morally wrong. How I live my life, I live by a certain moral status. She doesn't. Okay, she don't have to. But I, this is my moral. This is how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm being fought back, saying, "Oh, she could do whatever she wants." I never said she couldn't. I just think it's wrong. It's a agree to disagree, yeah. um, when it, especially with definitions, you know. Definitions yeah, that's really may, right. May uh, is, is a huge because, part but, of but if I if I disagree of 
I have different, I feel like it's just a moral topic. And if I have different morals, that it, what I was getting upset as uh, <clears throat> goes, you, a man cannot tell a woman what to do. I'm not saying that. I'm just expressing why I disagree with that through my my morals. She may have totally morals and it's okay. You agree with what she's doing and you see a problem with it, fine. I'm not fighting against that. I'm not telling you what to think or what to feel. I'm letting you know how I think, how I feel you know, and, and the type of people that I want to surround myself, I, the type of person who I wouldn't want to marry because marriage is not, no guarantee. Mm-hmm. But I also want to have a mutual respect in the marriage and outside the marriage. Just have that mutual because Because what I expect you to be, I'm going to be like that towards you too. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to feel like, if I feel like that's a term of type of respect, I'm going to respect you in the same way. I'm not going to go with your friends or go with your friends, go 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 with your friends, girl, or anything like that, because I respect you. You was once my wife. That that Being a wife used to mean a lot, regardless if you were together or not. It used to mean something. Yeah. So once you get divorced, now it's like, oh, we're not married anyway. You know something? If you're going to have that type of point where once you get divorced, then it's like they don't get married, you know what I'm saying? Because you're tell that, the whole, it, but tell that to tell that to celebrities, you know. I mean, I think that's the thing where well, we kind of get it twisted. Like, I mean, we use this as a as a topic for discussion, yeah. you know what I mean, in our thing. But the average marriage, right, and and the average divorce typically isn't amicable to the point where you would even have that communication with your ex spouse mm-hmm. to be able to say, you know, who I'm dating or this. No, I have that type of open dialogue. I think you're viewing. Um, your perception of divorce saying, well, we, there's still a mutual respect here. No, divorces get crazy. All right. I'm a product of, of a divorce, of a divorce household. You know what I mean? And so for me, it's like, it, it is not amicable. I would go, I would venture to say at least 80% of the time, this ain't something that's amicable. You very rarely do you have communication with the person afterwards, whether you have kids with them or not. You know, just, All right. Just, and so it's just that TV. Yeah, a divorce would be yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah. Just that little, just that TV. So what I'm saying is, right. So, <laughs> so can you imagine? Yeah. So all I'm saying is this: is that this dialogue wouldn't typically exist in the regular everyday divorce that we're having right now. Well, see, you know, some, this is high profile, but is even where, go ahead. This is where I, I beg to differ because I've been, I've talked to plenty of plenty of people. This is a different topic. Who have been in. 40 plus years of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And they went through hell. You know what I'm saying? And multiple people who've been in 40 plus marriage that I've talked about, they always said probably the first 10 to 15 years is probably the worst part of the marriage, right? And because they didn't get divorced, because they respected the union of the marriage that they did, their, their relationship is better now than it was when they first got married. So that's why I'm talking about when you're dying. Oh, they're not divorced. It's like, and, and I understand we're talking about celebrities, and it's just easy to get a divorce because you're a celebrity and you can replace them because everybody has money and everything like and that. Don't forget, celebrities circle is smaller than yeah, I, I and yeah, I totally right. get that. Right. So when I'm not embedded, like I'm, I'm just talking. We're just using this situation as an example and bringing it into our normal day lives and. That's something that I would not do for the simple fact of respect for my respect for my my wife or my ex or my ex and 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 the respect mm-hmm. for my friends and respect for myself. But you also have to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges, right? The example that you just gave was a mm-hmm. couple that had been married for a length of time, still are married, and had tough times that they had to stick it through. And if I didn't do this, this and that, give me an example of a divorced couple that you know 
that has that type of relationship to where it's amicable right now to where they respect one another enough to not date somebody that their ex-spouse knows. That's the type of example like, that I need. Example like, of, like, like a, a well, of what I you're saying. Yeah, a, because a the, the example, no, just the person you know, because you said you said that it's that you actually think that it's, you know, not all that off. And then you used an example of a couple that is still married and had gone through things, mm -hmm. right? Give the example that is the most conducive to what we're talking about, which would be a divorced couple that you know that has an amicable relationship to where they respect one another enough to not date a person that their ex spouse knows. You know, that would be the example that you would use. And that's the only thing I caution you on, friend, is that when we're making these very valid points, is if we're going to argue semantics, we can go on forever, right? Because words are words, right? We're going to say, well, what I view as preference and what you view as morals is two different things, this and that. Like, mm -hmm. well, that argument will continue to happen. When we start to utilize examples, then we have to make sure that we're conscious enough to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges and not the opposite. Let's be conscious of that when we're on this platform to be able to give people that, you know what I mean, that good content, you know? I, so, I think this, this is where the disconnect where, Charlie, we, we, you and I agree, and how the ladies, they have an aside. I don't know, like, Charlie, like, what, with what I just said, Charlie, do you agree or disagree? Well, I, I, I think what the celebrity status of these, these three mm -hmm. that we talked about, um, things are going to be different yep. um, compared mm -hmm. to what all three of us have gone to experience yep. over life. Only because um, they have all gained a started relationships mm -hmm. and discontinued relationships in a short period of time. Yeah. And guess what? I'm still married. I'm still, you know, and so I'm not, I don't have a disconnect. I don't have a disconnect. And I think they're going to have. I'm going to ask you a question because yeah. I, I want to be quick. You want to let him finish his thought though? Before you ask oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. It, 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 you know, I think if you're not in love, it, it, for me, if I'm not in love, that's the easiest thing for me to get away. You know, the but how do you know she it. loves you? Like, how do you feel love from her when she's giving it to you? What does she do? How is she? Give me one word that that you you as a man you 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 feel that love from a woman from your wife. Um, it goes through communication. Mm -hmm. It's one thing that we both agree. So, her, her more than me. And so what if she didn't communicate? How would you feel? That would be the quickest way for me to... But how would you feel? Give me a word. Frustrated. frustrated. Why ain't you communicating with me? Because, and why would you be frustrated? I would be frustrated because the woman that I'm taking care of in all kinds of ways, and she's taking care of me, don't and you're work. not communicating. Don't work. Don't communicate. Is Guess she, what? She, what is she doing? There's a word. I want, describe it. You're just not saying it. Well, using me. Not Disrespecting me. Yeah, it's disrespect. So so men, and this is where women don't understand, is that men receive love through respect. 
you respect me as a man, as a person. You're not, you're not walking away. You're, you're communicating with me. You're respecting my my opinions, my emotions, and everything like that. How do you feel Once, like if your wife doesn't communicate with you, she's disrespecting you? Um, where or is it multi or is it multifaceted to get to that word disrespect? Yeah, it's got to take a while. I mean, right? We may it's not, not that black and white, right? We may not communicate just because. We just don't agree on it. It's right. agree. Um, yeah, that's fine. We're, we're not right. agreeing on something, and yeah, it's right. all right. We just gotta, yeah, think it out and do you know whatever. We, well, you communicated it first. Yeah, communicating it. We communicated whatever the situation may be. Just don't and agree. It's like I'm like, no, no I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, or she's saying she can't. No, we can't do that. And then finally, you know, we're gonna stop. Yeah, that's and, fine. And I don't think that if we be if we stop talking about an issue i don't think that's disrespect but what if you I don't talk at all if you, don't even, do, you don't even talk at all oh then you feel disrespected you don't respect me in this relationship no i think it's more you're disrespecting yourself because you're in a situation where someone's not communicating with you so guess what now it's time to make things so you think you're disrespecting yourself you're saying yeah yeah because I, i'm not I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna sit. Yeah, because you want to. You want to be respected. You want to feel respected. That's, like, that's, I just, that's not what he's saying. What are you the, saying? Because I feel like you view black and white. It's not black and it's, white, Berto. You're talking to somebody who's married, right? And even when we have we have Haywood on the. But white. when we have Haywood on the show, he tells you you always like, nah, your wife gotta have gotta have a a, a role to play in the household. This and that. He's like, yo, roles. You definitely said no, I that. Did not. And then you said roles, roles shift. No, no, don't you remember you don't, said roles are important? I'm saying you never said that. You never said that a husband and wife have no, roles no, to play no, in a marriage. We have, you both have, me, meaning you're saying that she has a role. You didn't say husband and no, wife. No, no, husband, I'm saying, but you when, said you she, say, when you say you husband and wife has a, but you're including the wife in that, right? When you say husband and wife has a role, it doesn't, it doesn't, listen, what I'm saying right now is you once said, that a husband and wife should have a role in the household, right? Each have roles in the household. Each have roles in the household. Each have, yes. Right. Right, please. Right. Because that's you're what, making it sound like I'm chauvinist. Well, you make yourself look that no, way. No, I don't. But, you know, no, I don't. But, but hey, that's, 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 that's such an argument. That's such an argument. Okay. But what I'm saying is this, right? It's multifaceted. Marriages, just like divorces, are multifaceted. They're not just black and white, right? And how you view, how he receives love, how you receive love doesn't mean that your partner is disrespecting you in a certain way. If they're not communicating with you, you just automatically call that disrespect. And you wanted Charlie to say that, but it's difficult. There's layers to it, right? There's layers to it. You know, it's multifaceted. And I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to give you like crazy pushback or anything like that. I'm just- But you're not giving an answer. I'm just asking you to be cautious of your words. It's like, there's there's plenty of ways to, to, to do math. But there's a basis that you on a basis where you. Here, I don't know how to here, do math nowadays. One, school, one, schools teach a different listen, way listen, to do one, math. One, I don't know how to do math. One plus one is two. There's different different ways you get one plus, get the answer. But the, the math is math, so it's to a point where yeah, it's multifaceted. But it's multifaceted. It all ends up to respect. It's multifaceted ways to get there to navigate through it. You're absolutely right. But the main basis is, especially when it comes to a man, how they feel is respect. However you get there, however you get there, if, if, if it's communication, if it's communication, stop, calm down or whatever like that, it's still respect. If we talk it out, we don't agree, we'll agree to disagree. That's a form of respect. You don't have to agree with me. 
You know what I'm saying? But if I have an issue and you don't care to talk to me, then you don't respect me enough to even have a conversation to make this relationship better. That's respect or disrespect. Well, if, when, when, if it's something that you have to get across or you have to, you, you, as a couple, as a, as a, as a marriage, there's something that has to get um, resolved and there's a, there's a, there's a agree to disagree. Then that's when you grab the, between the both of you and say, look, we're going to get someone that we both respect and we're going to mediate this mm -hmm. the best way we can. Mm -hmm. So where there is a pro and con of both, both sides of it, I can get that. Um, but you know, this, you figure out a way to work. Through you it. do. You, yeah. and it, 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 I mean, and that's a mutual respect amongst each other when you get to that point. Yeah. It, 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 it always, it always goes down to respect and respect for the marriage, respect for you and, and respect for your feelings, respect for your wants and needs. It all ends up respect. Yes. Is it multifaceted? Yeah. But it all leads back to the one thing. So can I throw a hypothetical? For each other. Can I throw a hypothetical into the mix? Uh, all right. So Charlie, let's yeah. say you get divorced from your wife next week. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you care who she chooses to date? Um, let's see. If we separate, yeah. it's, it's definitely because it, it's it's not going to be good for us to separate. If yeah. we're separating, guess what? We've been through so much. Yeah, I got if, you. And, and if it leads to divorce, yeah. it's definitely going to be very Tumultuous. difficult. Yeah. And we will not communicate after that. If it leads to divorce, there's probably not going to be no communication between us because we've been through so much. So because there's no right, so because there's no communication, you wouldn't care who she decides to date. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably be going. Okay, are you saying that? I, I might see. Ego, or are you saying that? I just like, like, <laughs> you're telling me if y'all, if you break, break, you and your wife split, and he start seeing somebody dating somebody you know, that's not going to bother you. Oh no, I'm going for the payback. I'm gonna find somebody else. Why? Because you feel disrespected. <laughs> no. Well, I could feel that, but if she's, she, she could do it. She could do what she wants to do. But you also could feel the way you want to feel. They're basically telling us you can't feel that you're divorced. That's not right. Who said you can't feel that? You, you both of you. No, no, no. no. You could feel no, however you, you want. What you said was that it was morally wrong, and all I was simply making the point. Was saying that that's a preference of hers. Morality has nothing to do but with I never, that. I, that I, but I never argued against her preference. You argued against my morals. I, my I, morals. I argued. I didn't against, say that she has to live by listen, my morals. Listen, my argument was clearly on semantics about morals. That's what I. Yeah, all right, yeah, my, yeah. these are my well, morals. Right. This is not her morals. I never said she got to live so by Charlie, my morals. So, Charlie, so go ahead. Well, preference and morals two different things. Thank you. Yes, it is. Um, and but if. if Divorce is, is an ugly thing to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no good. I don't care what anybody says. Mm -hmm. There's no good in it. No. Right. Because it's it's the reason why for for you to separate from someone that you love, mm -hmm. it's, it's that's that's something that's hard. That's yeah. something to do. It that's, is. And 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 in that set, if if you're finally saying, look, we gotta separate. We gotta. Just that's it. It's over. It's done with. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I don't think I would actually be too cordial with my wife, other than. Well, let me ask you this. I'm going to give because she wants to bring up scenarios. And yep. Stuff. So say guys <laughs> split up. 
Yep. She, she dated some of her friends, like her friend didn't happen, everything like that. Now she's on her, she, or like she has no place to live. She knocks on your door. What are you doing? You gonna let her in? Or you gonna say, fuck you? Nah, I, knowing me, for, for my wife to knock on my door after that situation, she's in, uh, She's in dire straits. Yeah, she's yeah. desperate. Yeah. So guess what? Okay. You can go in your go in one of the kids' rooms. But, but you let she, her in. It would never go. It no, would, you won't get back together. But I'm no. saying but you will let her in yeah. because you still have the respect of the union, even though you're not, not together. And what we share, I'm gonna respect. I'm I think gonna, it's a humanity aspect at that yeah, point, we'll, right? We'll always not respect for the relationship because yeah, the relationship is non-existent. You wouldn't do it. The relationship is non-existent, though. I have eight. With with all the grandchildren, there's always going to be a relationship. Right, so right. So married, Joe. That's why we're always. I see. That's why you ain't married either. So, <laughs> yeah, I, so there's I, that. Yeah. And that's why everybody gets divorced. Yeah. I'm good. But uh, no, she personally, she would have everything that we have. And, and yeah, I, I, it's easy for me. She would say that again. Okay. She would have everything we have because so she always have a place to stay. Basically, is what you're and saying. it's so easy for me. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We'll get a mattress and a flat screen TV and But as a man, you're being like And that. I'll leave. You're being like that because you respect the union union that in, in the life that you guys created together. Even though she left you and went with your friend, you're still loyal to that union, even though you're not together. So I get upset when you have women it's like, so what? They broke up. They're not they're, they're divorced. No, because men are not gonna be like that. Because if you need me regardless of what you did when we got divorced i'm gonna still be there for you I because know. i respect my parents I respect, I respect but that's the nah. point I, that, everybody's different and that's it's why i put that's why i put more value on marriage it's not just and i think men put more value in marriage men commit men put more value in marriage than submit. who men then commit who? men men, who? men commit. put more value in marriage than who i think men put more value in commit Men put more value. You said men put more value in marriage. More, more value in commitment. Yes. More than who? Yes, because more than who? I think men put more value in marriage than women do. Okay, I do. Okay, that's why it's harder for it's. It's not. It's not going to come. It's easy. Why you say? Because because yeah. men men commit. Is it's hard for me us to disc once we commit. It's it's hard for us to like. Oh, it's, wow. it's, it's 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 that's why. We don't initiate divorce that much because it's to a point where it's like, I'm committed to you. I made this commitment. I, I put a thought into it. I logically thought that I want to be with you, regardless. Through, you know what I'm saying? And then, and that's why we control the access of marriage. And you got to remember, there's a thin line between love and hate. Yes, the there why is. Song yep. is something that will make you cross over mm-hmm. to love or hate. Um, either way. Um, but I, I think that you can separate and still be in love, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and still be caring and still be yep. regardless of what happens. You know, um, I was cheated on. Many people cheated on me. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. You know what? It was easy to do that because I listen and, and, and believe everything I, that people told me, mm-hmm. especially someone I was dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so that was easy for anybody to do, mm-hmm. um, you know. And uh, so when it happened, it crushed me, and then I moved on. But like I said, I there's one thing I 
I have no problem crying over something that happened. You know what? Mm -hmm. Someone left me. Yeah, mm -hmm. tears. Through that. Yeah. You know? But I also know right after I drop them tears and, and a handful of tears, I am going to be at mm -hmm. the next store okay. buying my mattress and my flat screen yeah. TV. Mm -hmm. And then when the alarm goes off, I'm going to go to work. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stop building my life from there. Yeah, yeah life still, yeah. Life still has to go so, on. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's a life lesson. You go through it. Everybody, everybody goes through it. Men and women. But, but it's just men and women. I, I just I get aggravated where is like the whole union of marriage is being diluted, and it's like I don't know. Like you, you just don't marry anybody. That's the big part there, and I feel like society gets to that point where now they just marry anybody. That's what I'm saying. Instead I of taking, instead of like instead that. of doing the work, you I'm know. Like but that's, to, okay. that's what Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood does. Yeah, yeah Hollywood does and that. I, and and it, it, we just it, talked about. Tyrese, we just talked about Tyrese, yeah, right? Yeah. And we were like, man, this really, but yeah, he also was yeah. like all up on social media, met this woman a week ago, and now is already proposing. But that's what I'm like, saying. When you're single, that's why you're not married because I put a high standard on marriage. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear so when you when, when you're single, but oh, I also think they, that well, they got divorced and yeah. they don't have they don't owe you no respect, right? right. Like, I'm, I, 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 I married that. a person like that, I'm not doing that yeah. because you know, some if that's how you look at it. Our marriage is not going to last. It's not going to even get. Divorce. Divorce shouldn't even be in the language if you want the. If you that's want why the I pay attention to, to how women say. If you think that it's just like easy to like, oh, no. Like if I'm committed to you, regardless if we're married or not, I made a choose to commit to you to, to build a life with you, build a child with you. Like that. That should mean something. It don't mean anything no more. And but I yet, but, I, but, no, but when I hold I, women accountable, when they try to dilute it, that I'm the I'm the male show. But men and women like, both on, try man. to dilute marriage. What are you talking yeah, about? But, but I don't. But when I do, when I hold, when, when I want to hold women to a totally different standard, be like, yo, you want to get married? I'm cool. Like I believe in marriage. I think it's cool. Like yeah. I, I I enjoy the union. I think that yeah. we are all better together than apart. Mm -hmm. But we also gotta have respect and some type of loyalty. To, and, and when we make that choice to commit. People can just commit. Sometimes people just commit for a season. It's messed up. And, you know what I'm saying? Because and people, people men and don't women. Get married. Yeah, men and women. Men and women. And yeah. that's why and, people. Yeah. I didn't say women. I said people. People don't get married for love sometimes. You they know don't. And, 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 right. and it, it's, uh, y'all get married for love. And mm -hmm. I know with love, after, when you're getting married with love, there's going to be some things that you want with that love. For one, your first child. Yeah. You know, that's. That's that can be a lot to me. Yeah, that means on. a lot to you. Yep. You're on the Wind Down Podcast. Who's, who's speaking? Who's this? This is the Wind Down Podcast. Who's this? A Wilda. Okay. Who do you call? I don't know. You call me. I didn't call you. All right. Thank you. That's it, man. <laughs> Hey, you should have asked her some questions. <laughs> what's your so the answer, are you tuning in? What's, yeah. what's up? What you think? But yeah, it, it just that, that, that's just me. Like, I, like I, I put a high value on marriage because I feel like when you get married, you decide, all right, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be me and you. You know, when we, 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 when we make, a, make a child, it's me and you. I like When I think about the person to marry, it's like I want us to be in line I don't as far think as how... Yeah, I don't think people go into marriage thinking they're going to get divorced. I, I don't think that that's something that they think initially. I think people who genuinely like believe in the sanctity of marriage, I don't think they go into it and they're like, 
I'm gung ho for divorce. When I get divorced, I'm gonna. I don't think people do. But how I look at it, if somebody mentions, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to leave. Doesn't have to be a marriage. You just be in a regular relationship. She's showing you who she is. Yeah, I don't. She's willing to leave. Yeah, same thing. As soon as you say that one time, I'm I'm stepping back. Yeah, because you already told me. Even though you're saying divorce is not an option, it is an option because you're willing to leave. I cannot. I cannot remember the podcast that you guys did, and it it, it talked about the same. Mm-hmm. Just with your, it's like I just heard this conversation, but it was on the wind down podcast. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. had some similar conversations like this. We always do. Always fighting. I just think good radio though. If, if there's if there's some situation or if there's a conversation with someone. Is talking about separation in a relationship, yeah, before it was becomes the marriage. Mm-hmm. I think that's a red you know, flag, you gotta, you, yeah, it is a red flag, and then you gotta let them kind of prove themselves, you know. Yeah, it can be don't let uh, what's it say? What is it? Uh, a deal is done or whatever. A red flag is a red flag, all right, just put it in the ground, you know, leave it there, yeah, um, and just kind of work through it a little bit. Maybe something changed, you know. Um, but a red flag is the, is, a, is a deal closer. Don't do that. You know, red flag. Yeah. No, it's not a deal closer. It, it, I, it, I, it's, I, it's just a small... A small example, because like, this is how I look at it. Because when, if someone says that they're willing to leave or whatever like that, that's a red flag. <clears throat> and then I was, I reference to my conversations that people who've been married for 40 some odd years, and they say, the first part of the marriage is going to be the toughest. How my, and, and, so, how, and so my mindset is, how am I to get through those first 15 years that these married people that got successful marriages for 40 years, the toughest years, with a person who was already talking about, I'm going to leave. Yeah, that means you're not compatible with the person. You know, I mean, I think, right. I think that's the you're part right. where we have to vet our partners yeah, before marriage better. Um, and I'm I think doing. that's the yeah. thing is when you give them too much grace, like, you know, everybody always says it when somebody shows you who they are believe them and when somebody continuously tells you there's things about you they do not like mm-hmm. or there's things about and you do this and then you and it's constant then you know that's yeah. a red flag in itself let that person go and be strong enough to know that you're better than that yeah. i think i think the thing is it's not about respecting one another i think it's respecting yourself enough to not accept specific behavior from right you know that. what i mean from mm-hmm. a person that you're dating so mm-hmm. i think you know essentially i think we're really all just saying the same thing which is Respect yourself, respect the partners that you're with, and things, you know what I mean? Things will be and less basic. But at the end of the stuff. day, at the end of the day, first of all, Michael Jordan's son is not all that. And and Larissa, Larissa, I'm girl, you fly. Go ahead and do you, do you, boo. Do you. Let's change. All right. We got one more, one more topic, right? Or was that yeah, it? Yeah. Do we have one more? Or I think I think that's it for us. I think we were just I, 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 reels I keep on wanting to go right? to clips and reels, but I know we always run out of time. Out of time. I think that's so, it. Let's take a music was... break. Then we'll come up with the final thoughts and, and the question chat quote of the week, and we'll end the show because because you know, <laughs> we arguing, we gotta have tea now to, to straighten out because all our voices is coarse. <laughs> and <there's... laughs> I love you, brother. And I love you too. It's like honestly, I enjoy the yeah. conversations. We get hot though. We got what? So what are you saying? If anybody could see me, my hands was throwing. <laughs> I was going. But yeah, but uh, like here, this is what it is. You engage in these conversations, you just learn yeah, from them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody has a different perspective. It's nothing personal. That's you know why you sing. But well, that's why you sing. And then you after we get, yeah, we're gonna argue again. That's how it goes. So um, we're gonna take a music break, and this is a new music soul child song, right? 
and it's fitting after the topic that okay, we already we already talked about. It is called "I Remember When You Was My Ass." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It just music, came out this week, right? When we take a music break, it is uh, muted on Facebook. So if you're tuning in on Facebook, if you want to switch over to our app so you can listen to the songs, feel free to do so. Yes, yes, yes. So this is. I remember you were my ex from Music Soul Child. You listen to the Wind Down podcast on WMB1 Radio. We'll be right back after this music break. Yeah, we're back. We're back. <laughs> we was Googling ages. We're still arguing off air. That's hilarious. That You're listening hilarious. to the Wind Down Podcast and WMB1 Radio. Um, hold on. 
So, guys, what do you think about the show? We did like two topics. <laughs> yeah, because it was, you know. Fire and ice. Yeah. Today was fire. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, you know, it's, it's good. It's good engagement going back and forth, having, um, you know, different perspectives. And, 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 um, today's to, today's show, I would have loved to have Haywood here yeah. because he's he's younger. No offense, Charlie. Mm-hmm. He's younger. So to get a young, you know, and he's been married for, I think, 12, 13 years. You know, they got three kids and stuff like that. So his perspective is always like it's valued. And then I think it it makes me and Bertle sit back and think a little bit too after he gives his his perspective. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. And we somehow leave here like <laughs> better humans. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's great when we have conversations like that because mm-hmm. we have so many different perspectives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That come into play even with Janine and and Sioma. You know, Zumara, single mom, mm-hmm. you know, and Janine married with a blended family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. It just there's not one way of going about things. Yeah. There's multiple ways. Everybody has their own. And despite story. what people might think, we argue, but you know, <laughs> we love us, not fighters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We love on one another in this family. If you ever want to come on, try to, you know, challenge one of us on the wind down, you're more than welcome uh, uh, listeners. I don't know if you want this smoke though. <laughs> well, I want to bring the uh, barbershop segment to my podcast. I want to bring that back. Mm, yeah, the beauty salon where mm. where men just talk their talk, you know, yeah. like the, if they were in a barbershop. Mm. Women doing the same. If yeah, we had we do people. we do a uh, uh, all woman panel. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever done all man? Have done all man panel? I you? think you've had all man panel uh, plenty of times, and just me here on the sidelines. Oh, yeah, I've been the only. Yeah, but you always had that voice, though. Yeah, but I could stay quiet. <laughs> I think when you guys, when you oh, brought all the guys on from Urban X, I was pretty, I was yeah. pretty quiet, and that mm-hmm. so you guys can all share your experience. I like that all pan, a man panel with topics that we had today, mm-hmm. and see. But why am I scared to even voice it? I don't think they are. You got to get the right but men I, here. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't even do that, only because I don't think the right stuff's going to come out of it. You know. <laughs> We may we may make ourselves look real bad. (laughs) I mean, just pick some. Actually, I can't say that because I say every show is a good show. I don't Mm -hmm. care what it comes out. You know, you can you can you can talk about anything whatsoever, and I think it's still going to come out to be a good show. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, even this this uh, I liked it. I like listening to you. And guess what? Uh, you guys just remember when I come on, I still get that kind of police mode in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, I don't want to say you have the right to me inside that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I said, Charlie, what do you think, Charlie? What do you think? You got to be the mediator. You show a lot of patience because yep. you know, we're hurting out back and forth. You always do. You show a lot of patience. Like, all right, go ahead. Listen, say, yeah. Listen and learn and, uh, Believe it or not, I did learn from the conversation. What I learned is, is um, you know, we we got to keep having these discussions. Mm-hmm. Too many people are scared, or as we say down the south end, are scared of <laughs> the conversation. You know, mm-hmm. and we, we need to have conversations about everything mm-hmm. because it's needed. Too many, too many of our young people are staying isolated and. Mm-hmm. and uh, 
and closing down, which leads to depression and the suicide mm-hmm. rate is so yeah. high. But that's another topic. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Brett, yeah. Diana said you had a voice when we had the all woman panel. You did. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to argue, but I can't. I know, I know. <laughs> I have no argument. Um, but all right, I want to thank thank you, Charlie. Um, yeah, coming thanks on, for stepping in. in. Yeah, appreciate it. host, um, MG. We'll be arguing again next mm-hmm. week. Basically, that's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. I'll be here again. Um, so you're more than welcome any week, yeah. anytime. Yeah. Try to put you guys on fireside every single week. Appreciate so. you. So now, explain what to the, to the people that's listening, that's watching, still like how. What, what, is, what is you're doing right now as far as recording us? Um, Fireside is a platform that I joined. It's owned by Mark Cuban um, and uh, a young lady bring it to him and uh, said, would you like to invest in it? Not on Shark Tank. Uh, was yeah, it on Shark Tank? Mark, Mark, I think it was because um, the name, as soon as I heard a name, I, I says, man, I, I know I seen this lady before and mm-hmm. I think it's from Shark Tank. But anyways, he, he is now one of the co owners of it and um and uh it's a great community platform. There's support constantly. I mean we have believe it or not with this show today I believe it's up to thirteen shares already and that's nice. what Fireside does. Mm-hmm. So what I'm gonna do is come in on Sunday when you guys are here, I'll sit behind the screen over there put my mic on the table and just mm-hmm. let you guys go and I'll, I'll monitor the comments that we're getting mm-hmm. and then kind of maybe put it on a piece of paper so we can kind of and, uh, and, and and until I get to the point where I can put my account on your laptop and, yep, yours, yep. and then mm-hmm. you guys could just log on mm-hmm. every single week and then boom you know then the comments gonna show up right in front of yep, you yeah um, in this case because you're the producer on this side, mm-hmm. it may be a better option to kind of have it on Berto's yeah. laptop. So mm-hmm. he can monitor Fireside, mm-hmm. you, you monitor through Restream or whatever, and, and, yeah. um, and go from there. But I, I just want to, WMB1 is the most fascinating thing in this city, and you got to uplift it and get it to where it belongs, and Hello. that's to be the voice of this community. Hello. To all the listeners that's Single watching this, day. yep, and all the listeners that's watching this on Facebook Live, Download the WMB1 radio app. Um, they have plenty of shows throughout the week. You can also listen to our show with the music involved. Facebook doesn't allow us to play the music in between the music break. But if you like watching, watch. But download the WMB1 radio app. Um, the logo you will see right behind us and on the uh, on the screen there. Um, again, Charlie, I want to thank you. Thank you for all you. you're doing as far as the recording and, and filling in co-hosting also. We appreciate you. Um, you know, I appreciate so that we have this team of the WMB1 radio one building this this uh, entity. Trying like hell. Yeah, we are trying. We are trying. Um, so, but like every, 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 every show, let me, let me get it up. Let me get it up. Every show we have the Collective Chat quote of the week. And uh, again, Manolani Saray, bringing the spy experience to your home. Get your products happy. Anniversary to Diana Manalani Saray. Yep. And our collective chat quote um, person, Kendall Smiley, is her anniversary as well as being cancer free. So shout oh, out. Shout out to, to Kendall, Kendall Cancer we Free. You, girl. Yes, yes. And this is her quote of the week, the collective chat quote of the week. Connection is why we are here. 
We are hardwired to connect with others. It is what gives us purpose and meaning in our meaning to our lives. And without it, there is suffering. Wow, was that staged or did that? Larissa, Larissa Pippen don't think that. Goodbye. <laughs> Good night. I think that because I believe the union of marriage. Yo, for Good real. night. Good night. Yo, shut it down. Shut it down. I'm on mute marriage. Now. Thank you to everybody listening. We appreciate you. This is the Wind Down Podcast Show. We are out. For real. I'm going to play something, some smooth. I love this song. I always play this song every now and then on the Wind Down Podcast. This is a Quincy Jones joint. I love it. I got to just put it on there. Yeah, Secret God. Quincy Jones, Barry Wright, who is it? I'll be sure. Um, Elder Bosch and um, James Ingram. Oh, James Ingram. James Ingram. You listen to Wind Down Podcast WMB Run Radio. Download the app, and we'll be back here next Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for listening. Good evening, everybody. You are listening to WNB1 Radio, serving you R&B music on the rocks. Chilled music with chilled hosts, where you get to listen to the music you love the most on WNB1 Radio.